Shazam bitches. The Joe Rogan Experience podcast is brought to you by the Fleshlight. What's going on with my mic? I'm just suggesting it was really high. It's just me, bro. I'm vibrant. <laughs> if you go to JoeRogan.net and click on the link and enter in the code name Rogan, you will get 15% off the number one sex toy for men. The only one that I've ever heard of that's even remotely effective. I stand behind it, Nick Thune. It's a solid product. I'd stand in it. I'll give you one if you want one. Do you want <laughs> yeah, one? Sure. Okay. Excellent. Nick Thune, our guest, now yeah. has a free flashlight because just, of this advertisement. Is it just uh, just one of those regular flashlights? Well, it looks like a flashlight, mm-hmm. and then you open the top, and there's a rubber vagina, and you can oh, have yeah. sex with it. Oh, yeah. You've never seen one? For real? I, mean, I have, no, I've heard of them. I've seen I can't them. believe you got this phone without Brian sticking the, it in your the face. Here's the alien one. Does this, has this one been used? <laughs> no, no. The other no, one's a, we have ones. a butthole one over here, too. <laughs> and they just... Do, for real. Do they look different? Yeah, the butthole one. It looks, it looks like a butthole. That butthole looks like a little It usually looks pretty similar to me. <laughs> it's really kind of disturbing. Oh, wow. It is disturbing. Oh, gosh. Yeah. It, uh. It's just that... I don't know, man. Can two guys There's go something at it? about only wanting the butthole... You know, like if you had to choose, you don't want the vagina. It's just you for your masturbation device. I mean, the fact that you need it to look like a vagina at all, you just need it to feel good. I mean, what are you just compartmentalizing your visual cortex so you only see the part that's attached to your dick that looks like a rubber pussy? You don't use your brain and go, why would a rubber pussy be in a plastic tube? (laughs) (laughs) You know, what am I doing? What am I? Come on, man. You know what they should do? They should do a trifucta flashlight where it's like, it's like, it looks like a, you know, a a Hanukkah tree or whatever, where it's three different flashlights all attached to one handle. A Hanukkah tree? Oh, so you could like, a menorah? Like switch gears, like do a mouth every now and then? Yeah, and then when when you hold it, it would actually look, feel yeah. like a, a plastic girl's butt too. When you're fucking like the middle one. So is there a mouth one? Or yes. Yeah. There's, there's a, a mouth, mouth one. Also. Oh, there's wow. even like vampire mouth ones. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. they have fangs and shit. Do they have, they have zombie something mouth that resembles ones? teeth? Like it's hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, not not hard. No, no. They're, oh, okay. they're just the same. It, the same. Uh, Wouldn't work. Wouldn't yeah. work for me then. Yeah, you, you like teeth. Yeah, and you, you like a little suffering. Huge teeth. Yeah, a little pain with your pleasure. It's nice <laughs> to let you know you're alive. Mm-hmm. Anyway, do most girls drag your, their teeth on your dick? Like, is that is that common? Because it seems like it happens to me a lot. And then maybe I was thinking that girls all you. suck. Now I'm <laughs> thinking maybe I just have a fat dick. Whoa! <laughs> and it, it, like, because like they always drag that their teeth. Maybe, maybe these around. girls are angry with you. They're trying yeah. to punish you. They just can't believe they're actually sucking your dick. So you <laughs> to make just right. chew I mean, on a little bit. I think that's I think that's something normal to do. Yeah, I think that is chew yeah. on a dick. You've had that happen too, then. Well, like, no, it just seems like it's something that would happen, like. But a lot, like ninety-nine percent of the time. Well, maybe always, you date these yeah. little mouth bitches. Well, yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe that's one of the things I look for in a girl's face is we're, little mouth. We're also sponsored by Onnit.com, O-N-N-I-T, makers of such wonderful supplements as Alpha Brain. I take it all the time. Ooh. I'm on it right now. That's what makes my conversations flow so smoothly. Does it work? Yeah, it does work. Yeah, for it's sure, really absolutely works with me. There's people. People say it doesn't, though. Everybody's different. Some people mm-hmm. are allergic to peanuts. You know, the, the human body is not, it's not equal. Everybody doesn't get the same package, you know, so. Which is unfortunate. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, some people a lot easier. die if they fucking, you know, eat certain foods that you love. That's crazy, right? Yeah. It's, I mean, it's really bizarre. Mm-hmm. The human body is a very strange animal, but whatever the fuck it is, these, these are nutrients, essentially, that enhance cognitive function. And uh, it's all online. You can, there's a, a page that was written uh, by a medical editor, the science behind Alpha Brain. And we're trying to 
clarify that up as much as possible and be as honest about the supplement as possible. It's not limitless. It's not going to make you a super genius, but I think it makes my brain work better. And these nootropics, the stuff that are in it, you can find them online. I encourage people, if you don't want to buy our shit, just go find the ingredients that we have online and make your own. Go go buy the stuff wholesale. You know, you'll save some money for sure. If you don't want to do Get that, Get a science degree. If you're in, yeah. <laughs> some beakers. Get, yeah, it's just start manufacturing you gotta get a lab your own coat. equipment. <laughs> yeah. yeah, lab coats are If you're not wearing must. a lab coat, do not try and make your own on it. <laughs> we have a bunch of different stuff. We have Alpha Brain. We have uh, this other less controversial things like um, New Mood, which is a uh, 5-HTP and L-tryptophan enhancer. Send Burt Kreis wow. for some of that shit. He's, yeah. he's begging for it. Sounds yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. He, sounds like an ice skating it move. It's it's a lot El like tryptophan. Oh. El tryptophan sounds like an ice skating move. Doesn't <laughs> it? Sounds like oh, that Spanish. Was, that it's more Spanish than ice skating. Beautiful El tryptophan into a <laughs> really into a triple calorie. <laughs> oh god, um, she just did a back to back. Shroom Tech Sport, which is um, a cordyceps mushroom supplement, and the cordyceps mushroom is just, it's a weird kind of an energy that it gives you. It's really fun. Uh, it's not not like coffee. It's like if you if you're in shape, if you're not a person who works out, I'd say skip this one. This is really not for you. But if you're one of those people that works out really hard, Which this is shit gives you great energy. <laughs> like Thune's an animal. Look at him; he's yeah, a savage. Yeah. You don't get that beard just sitting around the house. I know. You think any you think any normal person can wear a Carhartt vest? Yeah, man. <laughs> With a white T-shirt, <laughs> he's an animal. Bam. Anyway, go to JoeRogan.net, click on the Alpha Brain link, enter in the code name Rogan, get 10% off. Or not. The end of commercials. Nick Dunes in the house, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to get the party started. Train by day, Joe Rogan podcast by night, all day. That's a little wake up. Coming in hot right there. That's a little wake up. Wake up. Mm -hmm. It's those... Something about them drums, man. Yeah. Fires up the synapses. Young Nick. Who's that Thune. drumming right there? Uh, Brian. The fine people at Apple out there at have the combined yeah. forces and drummed. Brian Garage Band that. It's actually not bad. I actually have a band where we were called Garage Band. Uh, then they came out with that whole software and we got oh, that's brutal. screwed. Yeah. Now we're called Electric. Garage Band's amazing. I mean, Brian, yeah. you don't have any musical background, right? Oh, yeah. I, I make songs all the time. <laughs> But the problem is... No, but is you know what I'm saying? I mean, you never went to school for it yeah. or anything, right? Yeah. But after a while, you start hearing the same like melodies and like commercials. And you just and figured out how to use the sick. software, and you just started fucking around and just making Do you know how to read music? It? No. No? No, it's just... A, that was just a com- combination of using different uh, loops and then changing the sounds of the loops, and then... Uh, don't, don't say your secrets. <laughs> <laughs> you know, dude, I've been st- I've been tripped out since we were uh, at your place, at your new studio, and we were talking about that nine-year-old kid, or what is he, 12-year-old kid, that is written five symphonies. Pianist guy? Yeah, how he was walking down the street, how he was two years old, he was writing music. Ugh. Kid was two years old, he was drawing pictures oh, right. of cellos. And writing music. I don't even think it was two years old. Like these were like drawings insane. and crayons. Insane. Just, like, How old? He's ten now. Yeah. Well, now I think he's twelve. <laughs> or is that is that the truth? Or is, or is he twenty now? Maybe this is an older he's thing. Seventy four. I feel like I feel like he's twenty now, and I feel like they say he's been studying in Europe. So who knows how good he is, or if he's gone completely bonkers? Yeah, he's you know, probably. In this video, this poor kid was walking down the street and he was like skipping and and like making music at the same time, like so so happy and like as. Yeah, you seem cr- happy. Yeah, I mean, I want. I said, poor kid. I mean, I just mean because what a burden to yeah. have that kind of genius. 
you know, overflowing, like literally overwhelming you. I mean, you can't say that everybody is the same. What if know, when, when there's people like that that exist? That was prime Sadusky that kid. What if you, what if you, you know, you get older. So. Could have got him. And you know you peaked at seven. You know, yeah, like what right. if that, what if that was wow, his best? That's possible, man. Yeah, that's that possible. would be a tough thing to deal with. Yeah. Yeah, man. Because usually people peak in that early part of their career when it comes to creativity, I think. Yeah, well, usually that's when you're the most pure in your intentions. You know, you you really are focused. You mm-hmm. want that prize, and then what happens? Uh, the trappings of fame set in, and guys get fat. Rock well, stars it, get fat, and it alters your <laughs> it alters your mindset. Like when I had a day job or when I was working in the beginning, and it created this create. You know, like it made me think on my feet more and want to stop saying. doing that. You know, and then once you get you go through that phase of where the creativity changes comes from a different place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Once you also know what stand up really is, you know I mean? I feel like it takes years to figure out what you're actually doing up there. Yeah. But if this kid just starts off never doing anything but that, maybe, yeah. maybe it just keeps he's going done. up. Should retire at 14. He wrote five <laughs> symphonies. I mean, it was amazing. Uh, and you know, and he was playing his music. It was, it, I don't know classical music very well. I'm not really a fan, but uh, it, it was, it sounded amazing. You know, and I have a joke where I say, this kid we could use probably literally right before I play a song and I say this is the first song I ever wrote and the first song I ever heard I didn't want any influences like that that could be that kid's he never heard a song he just started making it Jesus Christ can you imagine that it's fucking crazy that's a what what a amazing ability just he, out of nowhere is he good looking imagine if he has a giant hog too at twelve, that's how. <laughs> that's how my. Do you know? Let's Jonathan all imagine Daniel, that for a second. He's the, he's the Uber Munch. Do you know Jonathan Daniel Brown? See one of the kids from Tim Allen's show. No, no, we've talked about him before. <laughs> Whatever they have more than two names, You're like what's going on? I just here, always man? think that's him. Yeah, that he's a he's a Jonathan uh, Taylor Thomas. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I had um I played a, a celebrity volleyball game once a long time ago. And uh, I got to see like that guy that Jonathan Taylor Thomas was on the Tim Allen show, right? Mm-hmm. When he was like, he was young then. You know, he was probably like, I was young too. I was like in my early, my maybe mid 20s, but he was uh, younger than me. I think he was like a young teenager. Yeah. And he was really famous, you know, that sh- the show was really popular. And it was so weird how, how the kid was. I was like, he, he was like, hit all this like crazy like confidence and all this like, you know, exuberance that comes from being a, a fucking television star before you've ever even evolved yeah. as a human being. And to be that cute. Yeah, to be cute and to be on a just giant hit show. And I always remember thinking this because uh, I have this thing where I do, where if, especially if I meet someone fucked up, I put them into my science project folder. And I'm mm-hmm. like, well, where's this guy going to be in, in five years, in 10 years? Like, what is, what is his, his transition to reality going to be like? Because right now he doesn't go back live to in reality. It? Yeah, well, you go back to it every now and then and go mm-hmm. check in on him. Yeah. Go, go. And so you have like a Google list. You have like a list of people. <laughs> <laughs> Alarm goes off. Check on. I, <laughs> so I, I, ha- I do. 2014. Most of, them, most of them you can't really check on too much. Most of them are girls are used to date. My friend has a note in his phone. That's like bartender at the improv, Dave, old guy, is Will. And he has like all the comedy clubs and everywhere. He just marks their name down by how they look. And he always goes to that. I mean, just like girl that you think is a manager's assistant, Olivia. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. And he, he just has this list. It's Pete Holmes. I mean, it's, it's just saying. <laughs> Dude, you just outed list. him. You just outed him. Yeah. You see John Taylor Thomas on Twitter. He has a hilarious Twitter. Is he? Does he? To it? Yeah, it's John Taylor oh, Thomas. Yeah. And he's a comedy purist, yeah, that I guy. I wonder who that is. Has he ever retweeted me? <clears throat> uh, I'm sure he probably has. I wonder who that could be. He often fucks with one of his really, really Jonathan <laughs> Taylor Thomas. <laughs> Is, hmm. he, is it verified? Uh, no, oh, they stopped verifying verified at by the me. Twitter corporation. <laughs> Wait, we checked. We, we checked <laughs> to see if um, right now. if my page is verified. No, it's not. I'll verify it. Is it? Oh, oh let's take a look like, and see if it is. Like, it's absolutely not him. Yes, it is. <laughs> when did you got it done a oh, while shit. ago? Though, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> Do you have a Wikipedia page also too? You got anything? Yeah, but it's terrible. I need oh, to go in there. And he's angry. Stuff. He's angry. Someone at Wikipedia is not a Brian fan. They probably oh. listen to the podcast. And if you listen to the podcast, listen. It's a very unique dynamic. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a strong cup of coffee, and he blurts in with childish and shit. I'm a diet right, and this is just <laughs> what it is. This is just what it is. So, you know, together it works. But people get angry sometimes at him. They get angry at him. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I think some, What's the, and some the reaction? of Wikipedia the re- doesn't like you, man. Re- so do people keep putting stuff up? Dude, I have to yeah, check people all the time, man, On the especially on the message board. I've added a few things to people Cuba Gooding so Juniors. People get so douchey. Cuba Gooding Juniors? Uh-huh. Like what? You've added to his Wikipedia? <laughs> yeah. What did you add? He got took down. He got took down? He can still do backflips. <laughs> Why would they take that down? <laughs> I don't know. I did it for so I could reference I- it in a in a... Like a bit I was going to do that night. Oh, so on, you put it in Wikipedia so that you could do it on yeah. TV in the time. Because well, I was doing the Tonight Show and I had a bit about him and I wanted oh. to, and I have a, a part of the thing I go, Wikipedia, he does all his own stunts and he still can do backflips. <laughs> and so I put them on and it got taken off before I did the show that That's night. hilarious, man. You can set up your own bits. Yeah. You can set up your own bits by putting fake shit on someone's Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah. and go, do you actually know? Yeah, like and you could use it as a couch thing that night yeah. and, and it will probably still be up. Yeah, totally. That's a great idea. How hard is it to edit someone's Wikipedia? Uh, edit button. How are they making any money? <laughs> how, they, how does Wikipedia make money? Everyone uses it. No, he doesn't. He just uses donations. It's, it's, it's actually pro bono. Yeah. Isn't is it, it .org? Yeah. It is. Is yeah. it a dot? Really? Yeah. Um, did you know that the Edge, uh, the Edge and U2, his lawyer is pro bono? So if they ever break up. That's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Pro bono. I said that at a radio station in, in Denver. I, the U2 was playing at the stadium the next week, and I went in this guy named Uncle Nasty. And I, I know that dude. Yeah, and so he's I go. He's a great guy. He's super nice. But I see Uncle these U2 Nasty. posters all over the place, and I go, hey, did you see what just happened on Twitter? This is live. And he goes, no, what? And I go, U2 broke up. And he goes, what? What are they going to do? They're playing next week. And he's like, seriously got in. And then I did the, yeah, and the Edge's lawyer's pro bono. And he looked at me and he goes, oh, we're going to commercial. And he goes, he goes yeah, you can't tell jokes like that on the radio. Yeah, dude, you just, what you did is just put people into a fright tailspin. See, these goddamn comedians, folks. Do you see this? This is the mind of a, a stand-up comic. They were just telling me this trick that they played on Brendan Walsh. Are you allowed to? No, I don't want to. No, no, because then it'll just he'll, he'll fire back. Even it'll harder. escalate. Yeah, he's scared, but it's funny. I thought this whole thing was a prank. It's I thought pretty funny. Uh, you did. Yeah, well, tell the story, man. It's well, funny. I'll just say what I thought because I don't want to say the prank we did on him because that'll Why? just because he outed somebody else on a on a thing where he, and then you just like did he agree with that guy that he wanted that story out? Why wouldn't he want the story out? It's, it's humbling. It's humbling. He doesn't even people would go up to him. 
he wouldn't even tell him. Oh, and it was that, a, you're crazy. That's a hilarious story. Brendan Walsh, his whole act, he talks about doing pranks, about his buddies doing pranks on does. his wife. He closes with that bit, that hilarious bit he does. Yeah, and he, yeah, and he outed Chris Fairbanks on it. Tell the bit, son. Give it up. What happened? Okay. Well, all right. I knew. I knew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, because I, I can't Walsh, do it. First People of are going to start tweeting at him right away. Brendan it's a live Walsh, thing. No. Brendan Walsh <laughs> no. is our friend. Before it's we so say bad. Brendan Walsh is fucking uh, I hilarious. Can't, I can't out it. I can't. He's a hilarious comedian, but. Brendan Walsh is a goddamn trickster. He's a prankster, and he does crazy shit. Like he made Whole Foods signs and put them uh, up in Silver so Lake. Yeah. It was hilarious. Which he got all these people thinking that Whole Foods was coming to Silver Lake. They were all excited. People were oh freaking. My God. I heard the rumors from other people, like at my dog park. People were like, "Do you hear Whole Foods is coming in?" Yeah, there's a sign up. You know, people for two weeks, and then did you hear it was a prank? It was like a major. Why wouldn't Whole local. Foods build one there? No one. It's, it's super smart now. The Los Angeles Times reached out to him. There was like everyone reached out to him, and they gave a a statement saying we are not planning on building. So they that's like Brendan's joke went that far. <sighs> so great. Crazy. Well, so anyway, Brendan is constantly doing shit like that, like planned pranks. Yeah, and he pranked me that I he he pranked um he got somebody else to tweet with him. Congrats to Nick Thune about SNL. And I'd actually auditioned for SNL a while before that, which he didn't know, you know, at least he says. And uh, I just started getting tons of emails and people were retweeting it and some comedy blogs picked it up. And I didn't get <laughs> SNL. And all of a sudden I'm getting e like, just congratulations, my dad. I mean, <laughs> it's that easy. Yeah, it's and and <laughs> it's so easy to spread news. I had to give a statement to somebody saying it wasn't. <laughs> it, I oh. guess he wins if he if people have to give press statements. Yeah, he won. Brendan Walsh, and he he manipulates billboards. He added himself to like a big like. That's my favorite one. Top, <laughs> to top a top chef, chef thing, <laughs> where he took a picture of himself stirring a bowl, and, and got it to scale. Yeah, no, I've he seen didn't it. get. To but scale. it was yeah, it wasn't small. to scale, so it was really small. <laughs> it was so funny. That's the funniest. <laughs> it just makes me. Pee and my he throat. just added it to this billboard, and oh, he got a job. I mean, it's just super small, but it's still six feet tall, right? Yeah, and he like, I mean, he, he had a, a fucking yeah. a big laminate and he, made, and, he, and he, <laughs> he climbed up onto a billboard. <laughs> And he had like a meeting. I don't, he had oh, like a, I love that guy. He had a meeting at Funny or Die, and they were talking in a, a room. And out of the window, there was a billboard. And he, he had mentioned, he pointed it out to them in the meeting, set, like setting himself up a callback, pointed out the billboard. Then that night, snuck up there and added a joke to it. I don't know what it was or it was something he said. And then the next day, they woke up and they like text him, like, we just saw. Brilliant. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's hilarious. What a great idea. He has that. He's he's on the edge though because you know it's kind of dangerous. I mean, that's some dangerous stuff. Yeah. You can get hurt. Yeah, mm -hmm. when you're climbing up on billboards, that's scary shit. Dudes fall mm -hmm. off those things. They die. Yeah, but he didn't fall off. No, he's still alive. Unfortunately, doing podcasts. <laughs> he's still out there, and he can still prank at any moment. Dude's awesome. So what did you do to him? Oh God. Well, I think it's worth it. I think it's funny. Yeah, it is funny. It's fucking hilarious. Go for it. It's just setting me up to get it even worse Listen, on the way back. Oh, I Don't think he would like it, it, bro. It's already emotion. <laughs> it's already emotion. I can't believe you're even worried about it. The do talking about this is nothing compared to yeah. what he actually did. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Because this is more like building up what the guy, too. So it's like yeah. good for so, him. So, what, yeah, he needs this. What did okay. you do to him? So I was waiting to get him back. And we were at uh, Conan because our friends John Doerr and Rory Scovel were going to um, do a stand-up bit where Conan it's like, you know, we messed up. We accidentally double-booked comedians, but they both agreed to come out at the same time. So they go out and they do like, it was really funny. You can Google that, people that are watching. 
But uh, I went to watch it live and I was hanging out and somebody said that Brennan was coming, Walsh. And I said, well, we got to prank him. If he's not here yet, we gotta. We all gotta band together and get a prank. So we figured something out really quickly, and um, put it into motion right away with the production of Conan involved. Um, and when he showed up, I just said, "Hey, I don't know if I was outside having a cigarette." And I was like, "I don't know if you talked to uh, JP yet, but he wanted to talk to you." And he goes, uh, "You know, he goes looking for him. He runs into John Door. John Door is like, you gotta talk to JP." So he gets up to him and, and he goes. Um, Actually, shit, I shouldn't say producers' names. I'm not going to say it again. <laughs> we need to have another fake name. So, I'm not going to say it again. <laughs> it's live, so, you know. Earth. <laughs> um, great. Can you edit that out in the, uh, the next one? Uh, it's on no. the internet, bro. I'll say Dr. Farties. Yeah. yeah. So the person involved said, uh, hey, there's a sketch we want you to do. And he said, um, what is it? And he goes, well, you have to shave half your beard and, and dress like Harry Potter. And the part that we messed up because it actually was like we told him that there was money involved. Um, he goes, "Is there money?" And they said, "Yeah, it pays." And so they just went right into motion. Brennan went into uh, go get his half his beard shaved off and, and make up. The, and I went in to go take a picture. This is how cut. This is how much the crew there was into it. I go in to take a picture of him with half a beard, and the guy goes, "No time for pictures. We got to get him in wardrobe now." <laughs> this this wardrobe guy's running him up to wardrobe. They get him in this beautiful Harry Potter outfit. <laughs> And he comes down to the green room, and now it's just waiting. You know, all he knows is beard, Harry Potter. Somebody comes in, a producer. They have him sign a W nine, W whatever forty, W ten, W two forty, ten W forty, W D forties. So I mean, now it's like it's obviously real. There's paperwork involved. Um, then a, this kid comes in, and they've got we've got people calling him Walter. This was John Doerr's idea, which was probably the funniest part. Was that um, said his name? Again. Always call him Walter. No matter what. And so I remember people were like, we're always saying Walter. And he finally was like uh, responding to Walter because it was such a hassle telling people his name wasn't Walter. Um, so this kid comes in and he's like flipping through these scripts and he's got a headset on and he's obviously like a PA that just like plays and that wants to be an actor. And he goes, is there a Walter in here? And Brendan goes, yeah, Walter. Did he correct anyone? There's- yeah, he was. He started correcting people, then he stopped. But they just kept, they, were the same people. Keep they go, he goes, Brendan, and they wouldn't say anything. Yeah, so they, they same- wouldn't say anything. <laughs> no, people just oh, keep calling so him Walter. Bizarre. <laughs> that was John oh, Doerr. That's, that's so why John Doerr is a genius. Oh, that's hilarious. And so, oh my God. And so, um, <laughs> now at this point, Brendan, um, you know, wants to see a script. And this kid goes, "Can you read cue cards?" And he goes, "Yeah, but I'd like to see a script. You know, I want to see what we're doing here." And, and he, the kid just goes, okay, and runs. So no answer to his question, nothing. Now he knows that he's probably going to have cue cards. He doesn't even know what the bit is. He's not happy at this point. Like now at this point, he's taking the circle glasses off and he's just holding them. He's not happy. The show starts. He knows it's in the first segment. Conan, we can see on the TV that Conan's already out doing the monologue. This woman comes in and she goes, is there Walter in here? And he goes, Yeah. And she goes, the Harry Potter sketch has been cut. <laughs> Did you see his face when this happened? Yeah. We have, it, it, we have it on it, video. We have it on video. <laughs> we, 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 oh. He walked out straight to the producer and he goes, um, they just told me the sketch was cut. And, the, and he goes, well, that, you know, that's what happens on late night TV. Dude, you should edit that and, and put that and, on Conan. And he goes, uh, <laughs> and he turns around and, and, he, and he sees me and John Dora just filming him from behind and just... That's brilliant. Not happy. but He was angry? Yeah, for like, you know, initially it's like a burn. I, I, and I think that he started thinking, he started saying stuff like, this isn't a prank, is it? But I think he would always go back to the fact that there was, there was paperwork. 
It was real. And <sighs> and that was probably the biggest mistake is that some somebody in an administration was involved. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. You got to get that video. Though. That's a work of art. Bre- yeah. Listen, Brendan, as a prankster, has to just accept his defeat. Well, and Duncan Trussell emailed me about giving his my info to you guys for the podcast, and I responded to the email, tell Brendan, nice try. <laughs> never said, never said, give, give him my contact info. And then when you guys called me to, yesterday, I thought... De- He's definitely involved. I thought I was going to show up and there's just going to be a guy with a video camera and <laughs> just say, yeah, you just drove an hour for nothing. That's hilarious. Enjoy, enjoy rush hour. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. You're out. Come out to the mountains. You come in, but what, what he said when he did in, in another podcast, when he talked about pranking people, he said that he only pranks people that he loves. And, oh. that, and that came from the same thing from us, from, with him. You know, he's such a good friend. We know that we could do that. But I'm also saying that so that if he listens to this. We love you, Brandon. You have to know that you can't get me back too bad. <laughs> you gotta well, tweet it's pitch- war now. You got to tweet pictures at least of Brandon that you have on your phone. Listen, Brandon, you are a we prankster. We, we haven't you exposed must, any of it. You can't have only your victories available for the public to see, like but, the photos of your Whole Foods sign. You have to have your losses. Yeah. This is the game he plays, and he took a loss, and you're supposed to put that video online. <laughs> yes, I, bet, I think it's. I good think for we him. have that I video think, waiting. I would love it if it, you know that video is just there in in case he oh, decides to get me back. Oh, or, it's you so know. crazy! He should be requesting that you. No, get that he video should be requesting. He's never asked about it. He's never asked about the video, Listen. and that's the thing I admire about the guy. He he uh, he, play, he plays video. straight, and he and he you and he keeps his head put down. That video online, you got it. Otherwise, the whole game is a sham. You got to edit it, give it to Conan, and then so you can put it on yeah. his show. That's not a bad idea. It's then not. he would be on. Then he, yeah, would actually. And then get nobody that, gets hurt. He would get that sag. Well, if he was smart, was yeah, if he was smart and he was thinking of suing, <laughs> that's that would be the the motivation presented uh, as a sketch. To actually, Conan. that's not a bad idea to idea. to put it back on the show. Yeah, yeah. It's from the show because I'm sure then he would it like it. pays the whole thing. And you know, it really could be kind of funny. If Conan could work mm-hmm. with you know, I don't want to do this, but my lawyers are making me. You know, like mm-hmm. it, could, it could actually mm-hmm. be funny. That's a funny <laughs> idea for a sketch. Why don't you do that, man? Make the video. Edit it with with you know. Text you know I wouldn't do I wouldn't do it without on. permission. Oh, see, I even feel bad about talking he, about it without permission because. It, oh my God! Listen, if he doesn't give you permission, then what is he? No, he wouldn't not give permission. But of as, he would. as a respectable. Listen, Brendan Walsh is a bad motherfucker. Ultimately, <laughs> he's going to have to accept that you got him, and that's hilarious. Uh, that's just, it's look, just going to come back sting. so much. It's going to come back so much deeper, Dude, and it so hurts. trust me, it's going to come back so hard. Yeah. I don't even trust. It. I think Rory Scoville, after it happened, he goes, I might just show up and my fiance will be gone. <laughs> I don't know what yeah, right? he's capable of. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Can you call a truce? Do you think he'll accept a truce? Um, Are you even now? Do you feel like you're even? That SNL yeah, thing is see, pretty ruthless. He owes me more because I did another thing to him once where he was, I knew that these people were having a, a lemonade stand and he was at it. These other comedians in Silver Lake. And I, went, I was meeting with somebody, like a, a meeting, a writing meeting. And I picked him up and just said, hey, get in the car. We're going to buy water balloons. And we're just going to water balloon the shit out of this lemonade stand. And so we, we, had, we pulled up and had three guys in the back and everything. And this guy puts his head out the window. He goes, hey, how much is a lemonade? <laughs> they go, 25 cents. And before they finished, just started railing them with, with water balloons and painful and to the point to where it was like, all right, I've definitely made myself vulnerable to getting multiple bad things done to me from my friends. Yeah, that sets it up. 
that starts it up. Yeah, especially when they're in their clothes and they're like talking and they're holding their iPhones uh, and all of a sudden <laughs> We are adults. We have adult things with us and water ballooning isn't always part of that. So how many times have you guys gotten back and forth? Just a couple. Do you think it's possible to call a truce? Who's he, who's yeah, ahead if, right now? Who's I, ahead? Yeah, I wouldn't mind. Maybe we call him up right now and call a truce. Do you feel like? Yeah, I wish we had the capability. <laughs> We've never set up the capability to take phone calls. Speaker phone. Well, you know, a mic. you could do that. You get your phone. Yeah. Call him up. <laughs> we I, love uh, we just, love Brendan, but I just text Brendan. I go. This has to be on. Uh, this has to be on. On the internet. I text him, can Nick Thune play your beard prank Holly, Harry Potter video on Conan? <laughs> Conan, I'm sorry. Well, don't even say on Conan, because who knows if Conan wants to have anything to do with it. Well, you know? everyone should tweet Team Coco. Does Team Coco answer his tweets? Yeah, they're really... Do I have to, can I just put him on speaker right away or do I have to ask his permission? Uh, no, he's, just he's tell a him, desk Just tell him right away. I yeah, he's, on, he's on our he's, podcast. Yeah. Oh. He's on uh, Brian's uh, podcast network. That's it's called the Bone Zone. See, the yeah. fact that he hasn't even told you that story, it shows you... When did this happen? Four or five months ago. Oh, how dare he? Four or five months he ago? Had, no, he doesn't... Oh, my God. He just wrote back, fuck you. Seriously, fuck you. Really? Oh, Brian's, Brian's goofing. <laughs> <laughs> you see how scared I was? You were terrified. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that shows his power. Oh my god. Oh, he's a serious man, that Brendan Walsh. Hello, you reached my voicemail. Thank you for calling me. Leave me a message and I'll call you back. That's a really nice voicemail message. It is. It's solid, good voicing. He's probably watching this live. Who de- what's the delivery options, anyways? You could send um, facts. Hey, it's me, Nick Thune. Um, I just wanted to see if we, I'm on the podcast right now, the Joe Rogan experience, and um, just wanted to see if we can get an on-air prank truce. Yeah, we want to call a truce, man. Yeah, that was Joe. You guys don't need to be going after each other like this. Concentrate on your careers. <laughs> it's, the first, it's the first online prank truce ever happened live on a podcast. Concentrate on your relationships. <laughs> get it together. Or not, or not, or keep it going. But let us use the video. He's uh, actually at work right now. And oh. he wrote back, what? Conan? Question mark. So, yeah. He <laughs> 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 won't even admit to it happening. You don't think so? That fast. But you have the video. We do. We do. Uh, multiple people have it. We have, we, it was like a six camera shoot. Whoa. Yeah. That's awesome. That's hilarious. <laughs> With lots of it. How long did it take to you guys, for you guys to plan just this Just in out? the dressing room alone, we had four iPhones just set up around the room filming. So it was all like randomly, like they were placed, and we were also like taking pictures of him. Oh, that's so he was hilarious. posing. He was he was glad handing, and that is so. Re- he was glad handing. <laughs> oh my god, Jesus Christ! <laughs> How long did it take for you guys to plan this out? Just five, well, less than five minutes. It then it was really? kind of happening as it went. Yeah. Oh, so you did a little bit of ad libbing. Yeah, it was a lot of it was. Oh, so the Walter thing and wasn't the fact that Rory guys- and John Doerr were so involved and they were seriously going on Conan. I mean. It was up to them about to go on stage when I was like, hey, I'm, I feel really bad about what we did. <laughs> and they're like, and JP's like, why don't we let them focus on their performance at this point and uh, stop, uh, so stop awesome. pranking people? <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's the yeah. problem with comedians. Even with a, a, a really important job like working for Conan, ultimately, if you're a comedian, you're kind of a bit of a fuck up. My dad was a pranker when I, when I was younger. He would like put, we would go on family vacation and my uncle Rod would come and my dad would 
stick um, dirty diapers like the day that everybody was leaving. My younger brothers are dog shit from my our dog into his suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> and then he would get home. My mom would get so my mom's brother. I don't even know if you call that pranking. That's just rude. Up. <laughs> really mean. <laughs> well, it is pranking. You know, it's kind of a prank. Oh, Brandon just text. I'm working. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it is a prank. It, it's sort of a prank. People get on Brendan Walsh. Get would, on him on Twitter. He would uh, uh, get on him. Let him know. Let's leave him alone. The world He's a nice needs guy. to see this video. He's a great guy. <laughs> You're just scared of him. You're scared of retribution. I'm pretty sure if it was played on Conan that he would totally say yes. I'm pretty unless there's some Where are you weird at, man? Pod, Harry Potter thing that he doesn't like, but. Well, That's hilarious. Wouldn't you say? If, would, it, yeah, if it's on Conan, but it doesn't need to be on Conan, just on the internet. No, no, but say, but that would be awesome for him, and that's something that I think Conan would totally do. I think even just have it on the internet and it would get a Let's get Conan heads. on the phone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> text him. Mm. Uh, My yeah. dad also had like a pant when he was young. He had like a pant. You were pants people? Just pull the pants down? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the oldest <laughs> trick in the book, but it's most of the time the most funny thing you could ever do to anybody. Yeah, especially as guys get older to develop guts and their pants oh. are barely hanging on anyway. My dad it's and my godfather. Pants them. My dad and godfather would, would have like, they would pants each other in, in awkward situations, and it was just kind of like, who knows when it's going to do next. And I have twin brothers, so one of them's like my dad holding my twin brothers in a grocery store and him just coming up from behind him as he's checking out. Julie. Wow. He, Brendan Walsh, I, I was totally wrong. He wrote back, I'm at rehearsal. Fuck that shit. Is that what he said? Oh, okay. <laughs> he said, I'm at rehearsal. Fuck that shit. Man, now he's, it. he's mad at you, man. <laughs> he's mad at you, dude. I know. That's why he said in the beginning, I did not want to do it. But Wow. You know what? I, every time I'm sitting out to do a podcast on, on the way there, I How say to you myself... Have something that good that you wouldn't share? I, I would yeah. say to myself on the way to every podcast, remember, you don't have to say everything of your life. There's some things that you just leave. Because I've already got, I got in trouble on another podcast. What podcast? On um, Comedy Bang Bang. What'd you do? Talked about my neighbor. How'd you get in trouble? Because my neighbor heard it. And I played audio of him in his backyard. <laughs> I'm the worst person. You played audio like on the podcast of him in his yeah, backyard. Yeah. What was he doing? It's, I can't even. I ha, it's to the point where I can't. I, should, I could probably shouldn't have brought it up. Well, you, you <laughs> legally, went this legally, can get in trouble. It's, it's like yeah. give us a. The give, thing was, I was out of line, and it was funny, and it was like a funny bit, and he liked it, and then um, his wife didn't like it that much because he played it for her after he heard it. Oh. And I was stupid. And I said his name and everything. So. We oh, had, dude. Boom, 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 boom. See, I did some. I did something bad. But they went back. And they went back and cut it out of the podcast. Oh, they were really cool. nice about it. Oh, yeah. that's nice. Remember when yeah. I was talking about the the girl at the tanning salon a uh, long time ago? I think her one of her friends must listen to the podcast or something, or, or said something to her because yeah. now uh, she came like a month ago or two months ago. I don't think I've ever said this. What was the girl at the tanning salon? What was the story again? That she was super hot, and that every time I would go there and tan, I would just fucking you know I'll try to masturbate to her while I'm getting a tan. And, oh like, God. It, I mean, She's fucking high. Right. And she remembered you. Yeah. Well, she said something to me. She's like, hey, keep your hands away from your parts or something stupid. Like, she said something like that when I was, she's like, all right, number, room number 11, keep your hands away from your parts. Oh, rule number 11. Or, or room number 11. That's, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. room number. And she just kind of threw that in in the end. And I just walked and go, what the heck What is were that? the first oh. 10 rules? Yeah, I was like, this, I got confused. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. So basically, she's saying she I, wants some she, dick. Well, now I there's this little <laughs> latch. There's just like a little fishing hook. Mm -hmm. I just keep that undone now. 
like like on the door like when you shut the door there's that little latch where it's like a little hook that goes into the hole mm-hmm. you know, the door lock i just keep that unlocked and just shut the door just in case oh uh this listen to what happened to me last week i was uh at this- i don't even know what the fuck you just said just in case for what if she is interested in getting some dick while I'm tanning, I'm oh. keeping the door unlocked. Oh. So this is the, so you still go to the same place? Of course. I didn't even know you tanned. How often do you tan? Once every month, two months. Really? Yeah. Why Once do in you a do while. It? It, Just... It's relaxing. Plus, it's I don't know. I don't. I, I think. How it's... often do you nap when you tan? Do you get vitamin D out of those tanning spots? Yeah, yeah, like you absolutely. do out of the sun. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I especially like... in California because you could just go outside and lay out, right? Yeah. You know, um, that's like been shown to improve endurance, that when you get tanned, like a lot of fighters tan right before they fight. Yeah. Because it actually improves your endurance. Isn't that crazy? And they look better. Yeah. Well, actually, it might might have a bunch of other effects, too, but the the B6 that your body produces when you're you're tanning, apparently, it's uh, it's, uh, like amazing for your health. Isn't that Hmm. nuts? Yeah. Because we've always been told to stay out of the sun because you get cancer. Right. Yeah, then Seattle, where I'm from, they promote tanning, as in, like, you need to get... Because you'll go 40 really? days without sun up there, yeah. Oh, just, so they promote it just for health? You know, that that's what... Yeah, I mean, that's prob- that's mm. part of what they're saying in the, you know, like, the tanning salon. I also, when I sleep with a dirty girl, it seems like a disinfectant, you know? Like, you're just getting blasted by radiation, <laughs> so it'll kill so any kind of fucking you nasty... You think those light bulbs are going to kill the fucking <laughs> funk that can live in some chick's you ever do the, Have you ever done the... My wife... <laughs> My wife he's, used to work at one. He's pretending that he's getting zapped. Think about this oh, for a moment. This is a grown there. man. This is a grown man. Lying in, after make, he's fucked some dirty girls, he's lying there with goggles on, going, oh, kill it all. Kill it all. Kill it all. Do, do you get your, your dick cooked? Do you like, get your dick cooked? Do you go bare ass? I know. Uh, I keep the underwear on. But I should go bare ass because then it would give so me So you excuse. probably got a nice tan Maybe you get a burn on your dick. Or maybe your dick would get less sensitive and leathery. Your dick would be like an old lady that's been tanning since she... Do you She's get the a young girl? Do you get those spots in your back? Some people like I've noticed when they tan, they oh, get yeah. like their shoulder no. blades create yeah. two spots. Yeah, no, isn't that weird? I love your that. shoulder blades yeah. and your butt cheeks. Your butt cheeks create them too. I don't get that. Hmm. Yeah. I, when you said the last but sun doesn't go. I anywhere. like to put the little stickers of the hearts and the really cheesy things on me when I when I tan, so that if uh, you know I have my shirt off, it looks really, really, really homo. <laughs> <laughs> and the only people that see that are girls, so it's really stupid for me to do. What is wrong with you? <laughs> Anytime you're fucking with your nipples, just anything. What are you doing? Any guy doing things with their nipples. That's why when you see a guy with like nipple rings, you're like, okay, what else is going uh, yeah. on? What else is going yeah, well, on here, man? Or the belly button. Is it, it, is it because of, like, it feels good for them? <sighs> I don't know. It seems erotic. They're drawing attention. To yeah, something. it's yeah, it's like they're making a statement. They're ma- it's it's more that than anything. It's supposed you know, to be even if really you were painful. like a super sexual person when you're you got n- rings through your nipples, you know you're kind of letting everybody know you're a freak. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Not there's anything wrong with it. A lot of athletes do it. I've seen a lot of athletes that have nipple rings. I don't know why. You know, a few fighters have nipple rings. I don't know why. It's it's part of their uniform. It's it's like sets them apart when they're on TV, especially the fighters, because they're yeah. shirtless, right? Well, yeah, but they don't fight with nipple rings on. Oh, and they're pussies. Really? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> please Would don't, you fight? Please don't hurt me. The warriors of old. How much piercing do you think they did back in the day? They used to say pirates had earrings, right? Right. 
Piercing's been going on forever, right? But has it been going on all over the body like people do now, like with nipples? I think and the shit? ear thing, probably like those African ears those boys wear. You know, like like the oh, yeah, droopy, the, nasty shit. Well, the craziest thing is the fucking the mouth thing they do. Yeah, the the I think it's Suri, a part of uh, Africa. I think that's where it is. Where they uh, they yeah. stretch their lips out. They stick a fucking hot uh, uh, a, a sharp stick through their fucking lower lip, right. and they slowly yeah. start to stretch it out. Yeah, it goes further and further. Oh, and the more they stretch it out, the bigger the plate they can fit in their lip, the more cattle they're worth when they get married off. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? What about those neck stretcher bitches? Oh, that's nuts. If they take those off, they're dead. Yeah. Yeah. Because they can't support their neck anymore. Yeah, they're, not yeah. only that, their neck is like way longer than it's supposed to be. I bet it's the perfect blowjob. You think so? So, you, so they yeah. basically have no neck muscle anymore. That's what that create because they what don't use that? their neck. I don't know. What? A, what? A, who the fuck's idea was that? They didn't. They guys. weren't thinking back then. <laughs> the, the African women with the plates <laughs> in their lip, they have to bang out their lower teeth. Oh, yeah, at one point, yeah, they've yeah, got to. They got to bang out their lower teeth, and it just it just dangles. Yeah, well, when you take the plate out, it's disgusting. Have you heard about this new mouthwash? Speaking of teeth, that uh, that they're testing at UCLA, it's like a, a a bomb. Like you just do it once every four days, and it just no cavities. Oh my like god, it just, you're gonna like, be dead in a year everything. from that shit. It's gonna kill you too, man. It's gonna kill everything. No, I guess the whole thing is it it, it, it kills the one virus that causes tooth decay, and really? it just just knocks it out. So like you know, the dentists are gonna take over that, and so you won't be able to buy it in the stores. You're gonna, I thought you were gonna say you don't have to brush for four days. You're gonna feel I don't think you have to do anything, <laughs> we, well, except for tartar. You don't want plastic. You're gonna tartar. take it and you're gonna feel like ass. Right. It's a poison in your body. It's a poison. Cool if, if it worked, yeah. But can it really? Can it really? Can if, it really just? They can target just, something. Just brush your teeth, you nasty lazy I just bitch. Started- I started using Arm and Hammer, and it actually makes my teeth whiter. I haven't had like white teeth forever. Really? I smoke, yeah. Arm and Hammer works. What is it, like baking soda? Yeah, the baking yeah. soda stuff works great. Yeah. yeah, I used to brush my teeth with baking soda. Nikki Glazer told me too. It's Crest Plus. My parents were hippies, so we used to use baking soda as t- toothpaste Yuck. when I was a kid. I don't like it. Actual baking soda. Yeah. I mean, it must work. Yeah, it does work. Yeah. I Something happened to me last week. You were mentioning the latches on the room, mm-hmm. on the door. Mm-hmm. I had a bathroom latch experience of somebody... Oh no! But, what? But I, I did a, I did a stand up show last week at this Alexandria Hotel, which is downtown. It's just you like it's now like a halfway house, but it used to be in the twenties, like the best place. <clears throat> and I got there early and had to take a shit, so I go to the guy that books the show. This guy named Josh. No one was really there yet. I found the guy's bathroom, and there's only four standing urinals. Next to it, there was another room with no lock on the door that was just no toilet seat, so you just had to sit on the t- like a. It's a shy yeah, so, so I went down to the bar, and there was no lock on that bathroom door. So you could be in there shitting, and somebody just walk in. So and the, the toilet's on the other side of the room. So there's no like holding the door. Even it's just like somebody walks in. And Sorry, you're <laughs> just sitting in the corner. So I went up to the guy that books the show. I said, "Where do I?" And he goes, "Oh, you know what? There's this girl's bathroom on this floor that nobody know, oh, really knows about. No. Nobody uses." And so he goes, "But and it's totally empty right now. It'd be fine." So I go over there, and sure enough, this bathroom's empty. There's two stalls. So I go in this one. And then as I'm finished, this girl comes in and sits in the uh, stall next to me. Oh and I move my feet God. over and she just starts farting and shitting her brains oh, out. Oh, my no. God. Just like plop. And I'm just sitting there like, oh, my. <laughs> you know, oh trying to be as quiet God. as possible. My, I'm like beating up. Um, <laughs> and as she's almost finished, this other girl walks in and tries to go. And now oh, these no. doors fold in. Oh, so they, no. it folds in the middle and the latches don't oh, match no. up. So like over time, they, they, don't, they don't. So... <sighs> 
The door comes in, though, so you can block it, but it, like, caves in. So oh, God. she tries to go in the girl's stall next to me first, and the girl's like, um, stall's taken, but the stall oh. next to me isn't. Oh. And the girl <laughs> that goes oh, to my geez. stall, and she oh, starts geez. pushing it in. Oh, <laughs> I'm thinking I could get away with not making a noise. Just do a girl so voice. So I'm holding the door. I was going to do girl voice. I was holding the door. <laughs> She keeps pushing, like, you know, like, just stop pushing if you feel resistance. She keeps pushing the infant. She goes, is someone in there? And I just go, yeah, I'm in here. Oh, like, my breath up. God. She runs out of the bathroom. The girl uh. next to me wipes up, leaves, and I'm sitting there like, oh, sh-. Dude, I would have left. There's only one way out. There's only God. one way out. I know that they're going to see me. So I wait, uh. like, a couple minutes, and finally I, like, get up and start to walk out. And there, there's a sure enough girl across the room. I see her watching me walk out, and I wa- just walk up to her. And, uh, and she goes, you just heard me take a shit. And I said, yeah, that was you. I, um, that was, I'm so sorry about that. <laughs> and as I'm talking to her, the guy that books the show that told me to go in there walks up and he goes, hey, have you met my girlfriend? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and oh. I, and I, I probably know her better than he does is the oh, sad thing. But, wow. I, but I like to think that maybe in some other world that, after he told me to go to that bathroom, he ran up to her and he's like, hey, now's your chance. Get in there and take a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine if they were freaks oh, and that's God. what they were into? They were into uh, having other men listening to her been. shit. Wow. Could have been. You think so? Is it possible? What's the po- what is the potential? Well, you know, and stand, stand-up-wise, people come up to you on the road that are freaks. It usually happens at least once a weekend for me. If, I, like, if I'm at a comedy club. We're swingers. Yeah. You ever get that one? Comes in, well, they just hang out for a while, and it's to the point where the show's over, and you're just hanging out with the people, your friends or whoever. Yeah, the swingers happen a lot. Yeah, I've had that in, uh, I think it was Tampa. I think there's a big swinger Yeah, that sounds, yeah, sounds we, like it. Yeah, we, we did a show, and then afterwards, these fucking people were telling us they were disgusting. They were telling us they're swingers. They could, could you just come on down? You can just watch. Wait a minute. Whoa, whoa. Are you inviting me to watch you go fuck? <laughs> like, Really? Like, yeah, I'm just going to go back to the hotel and watch some pay-per-view. Maybe it's a good movie. And it's just a, that's a real personal Check invite. my email. Yeah. Why, so don't you come, like, why don't you come watch us fuck? You know, why don't we just FaceTime it? Yeah, what? <laughs> yeah, right. What? You're, you're entering into a world of uncertainty, you know? I mean, you could, hey, we're all cool. We're all friendly. It's, it's very unsettling. And then it's, it's also weird when you look at them and you know that they're like, you're you're not leading your life quite right. Yeah, something's going on. <laughs> Something's not good with you guys. We were in uh, I forget what city it was. I shouldn't say anyway, even if I knew. Uh, but me and Ari had this guy that was driving us around. It was a very conservative city. I'll tell you that. I won't say the city, but anyway, this guy was driving us around, and he was a real nice guy, and uh, seemed like real proper, you know, kind of a southern dude. And then on the last day, he's driving us to the airport. And he starts mentioning swinger clubs. The la- out of nowhere, he just got comfortable with us. Like the rest, the rest of the weekend, he was yes, sir, Mister Rogan. Would you, you know, what time is the show, Mister Rogan? Okay, we'll meet you downstairs at seven thirty sharp. And he was super friendly. And, 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 oh, by the way, if you'd like to um, have sex with multiple people, yeah, or my wife, you let me know, <laughs> or my wife. So um, me and Ari get to the airport, and he starts telling us, you know, if you ever want to come by and you know and uh, check it out, you, you just let me know, and you know, come by and check it out. Like, what do you guys do? 
You know, he goes, well, we're, we're, we're swingers. I go, you're swingers. He goes, yeah. And I go, wow. So you let your, your wife fucks other dudes? He goes, well, I get to say, uh, you know, if I don't, I, don't, I don't like it, I get to say no if I don't like it. So I go, sad. you get to say no. Obviously, he likes it. I go, like, it. What, what do you, when do you get to say no? And he brought up some story about her. The wife was looking at this big one. This guy, was, he's a big guy. And he was just too big. And, you know, I go, he's a black guy. And he goes, no, 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 no. We don't do that. <laughs> we don't do that. So you're a I don't. I go, so you don't let black guys fuck her. And he goes, no. No, no. no I would say no. Line. I don't. I, he goes, I just don't. I don't want to have to measure up, if you know what I mean. <laughs> and he has this weird attitude about it. It was very strange. You know, he just lets how, his wife how old get were owned. They? He was in his 50s. He was not a young guy. Yeah, he was gray hair. You just get and, to a get to a place of you're, you're just trying things out. Yeah, I guess so. Maybe, or maybe he's just fucked up, man. You know, I, I, you know, he seemed like a normal guy. The the real problem is you to to really get to know someone, you have to have some conversations with them. It takes some time. Mm-hmm. It's one of the cool things about doing a podcast. It's for two hours. Yeah, you, know, you get to talk. You you get to know someone. It hits. Yeah. yeah, when you're just talking to a guy like, hey, we'd like to go get something to eat. Where's the steakhouse? Can you drive us there? You don't get to know him that well. You ask him a few questions. Grow up here. Yes, I did. I grew up in blah blah blah. You don't you don't really know him that well. I know some people that just tell drivers like, "Hey, man, I just don't want to talk." Really? <laughs> people do that. I'm like, wow, I think that's rude. It's so rude. I um I always make them my friend. I take them to the shows. I take them to the UFC. Oh, I, I, yeah, a, I get them ticket. I get them on. Yeah, not all of them though. We had a driver last week. <laughs> yeah, well, every now and then some of them are not nice. Or to or not into it. They just don't want. You know, it's an older guy. He doesn't want to hang out with some fucking young idiots. You know, but mm. the last few guys, we get them to the UFC. We get them to the comedy clubs. We'll hang out. We we'll go to dinner with them. Buy their dinner. It's it's we make them like so that they're just they're the guy who's driving, but they get to have as much fun as we're having. You know, so it's it's for them. It's a great weekend. You know, anytime I've, and I, tip the shit out of them. Yeah, when when they get to hang out too with like a celebrity, you know that that makes them excited. Sometimes, I mean, maybe they're bored of it, but I just want to make sure that while they're working, it doesn't seem like work. And I'm like, look, the only, you know, just hang out with us, man. We'll have some fun. And some of them have been great. You know, the you know the people, the comedy clubs that pick you up or take you. Sometimes they've got like a separate person, the person yeah. that drives you to radio yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, those there's so many of those in my mind, and sometimes they'll find me on Facebook and write to me, and it's like, well, I don't, what city was this kid? Right. The, yeah. But half the time, you ever, you ever think how do we know they're a good driver? There was one I remember, man, where uh, the guy was. Uh, it was in Florida. And the guy was talking all this shit about all the other comedians that come there. Oh, yeah. That's happened. Why did they do that? So many guys do that. These guys, ah, he thinks he can sell tickets. Couldn't even sell out. Didn't sell out one show. And then this guy, you know you know what? I think what his problem is, he thinks he's a funnier comic than he really is. And a lot of these guys, they don't want to do radio. I get him mm-hmm. up. I get him up at 6 o'clock. And he's like going through all this. I'm like, dude, what are you going to say about me? Yeah. Man? This is gross. I have one college that um, books a lot of people that I know. And I had a terrible thing happen there, and it's every time told to every comedian. What'd you do? So it was in a, <laughs> it was in a theater. It was in a theater, and the uh, this one I'm not actually that scared about. But the uh, it was a packed theater, and there's a one seat open in the front row. And this kid walks in, and yeah, this is ten minutes into the show, and it's a good show so far. This kid walks in wearing a maroon shirt with a silver tie, wrap around Oakleys. And black pants. He looks like a like he works at like caterer or something. And he's holding a six foot bow staff and fingerless gloves with Whoa. the with the Oakleys. He walks right up to the front row, 
walks right down the middle and sits down in the seat. Like nothing's out of place. With a big staff? A bow staff, a six foot bow staff. And Which I know that like because a, I later was asking what like a crossbow that you like it's like a bring a thing weapon. Down. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the fuck? <laughs> I, I I look at the guy and I go, "Are you from the future?" Like I didn't know, and I, that, I, so I started getting good response out of it, and then I couldn't let it go that he was wearing sunglasses because in my mind he was a frat kid that was trying to be funny for everyone in that room, right? And I was not going to let him be, right. win on me, right. and so eventually I got started getting more angry about it and was like, "Take your sunglasses off!" Like just, and you've already disrupted the show. You walked out, just take off your, and he just wouldn't. He wouldn't. He was such a smart ass. I thought. Oh no! And so I did. He did talk a little bit, and he wasn't blind. Like I found those things out. Um, so at one point, it got so bad that I couldn't stop talking about. It. People were walking out, and this oh. girl in the front row. At one point, I was just like sitting on the stool, just like angry. And she goes, "Can you just start telling jokes again?" Oh and, snap! And I looked at her and I said, "You're right. I won't bring it up again. I'm sorry. It's very, very unprofessional. I'll finish the show out without mentioning it." And I did. Walked off stage was angry about it. And I just kept saying, like, who does that? Who walks in front row, you know? She, this lady comes back and she goes, um, that boy is um, a boy around campus that everybody knows. He, he dresses like that every day. There's also a boy here that dressed like a pirate. And they're special. And I was like, oh. Okay, so from now on, if a comedian comes or any a band or anybody that doesn't go here... <laughs> That might be talking to a group of people to say, hey, at some point, a guy with sunglasses and a bow staff is going to walk in. Just ignore him. He's special. Just say that to people from now on. So that way, because every comedian will comment on that. I mean, how do you not comment on a pirate guy or a bow staff guy? Was he um, saying anything to you? Was he heckling or just just, He he wasn't giving me real response. just kind of snobby. He didn't seem like he was that. It just seemed like he's just a special kid. Like he just is a bit off. Right. So you thought he they, was just being cocky. Yeah, I thought it was like a kid that was just trying to fuck with me. Oh, wow. <coughs> I totally misread it. Oh. And l- let it get to my pride and, you know. But every How, comedian, do you, do you I, like people to- all the time are just like, hey, I played this place and they said, uh, they told us the whole story and they said, don't do that. <laughs> wow. Yeah. What so you're the example? Do? Yeah. Cool. It was a college. It's not like I was going to go back. <laughs> Do you like doing colleges? They're fun sometimes. I just, I do, um, I've been doing this Comedy Central college tour this summer. Well, headline like a couple college shows every couple of weeks. And Do you find it, it like, it's almost like you have to explain things more? Or? I don't change a thing. And I'm not saying that in like a way of saying that I'm, uh, so loud, I'm a man. purist. I don't, ch- but I just go up and do like I would at a comedy club. And some things they get and some things they don't get. The, the things that they don't get, there's a couple kids that get it and they like it even more, right. you know. But you know, I have jokes fall flat here and there. It's you never know which one and where. They just, you know, their life experience is so limited. That's Sometimes you tell a joke and you're like, oh yeah, that's because you don't. Yeah, I remember I was in uh, <laughs> I University of like. Miami and I was talking about uh, something sexual, and then I paused and I said, "Are any of you guys virgins?" And a bunch of people put their hands up. Mm-hmm. Like way more than I would have expected. And was it a, like, was it a religious school? No, I don't think so. It was just a regular college. I was like, wow. So this, you know, so eighteen year olds. There's eighteen year olds who haven't fucked yet. They didn't know and, and, what I was talking about. They were just baffled. They looked shocked. They looked like I was assaulting them with information that they didn't really need. Well, you're also <laughs> you're also playing some sort of a corporate party because it's uh, 
it's almost like you're playing for a whole company of people that see each other every day. Yeah. So they're not going to laugh at some things in front of those people. Yeah, that's you know? true. They don't, like, uh, they don't want the person that they sit next to to know that they like anal sex jokes. <laughs> yeah, colleges are so strange when you really think about it. So there is a, they're a little prude. A bunch of people have paid money to send their kids to school, and a certain percentage of that goes to entertainment. And they pay you exorbitant amounts of money. Great money. Yeah, for for well, I'm up sure and you coming get paid, comedians. I'm sure you get paid great, great money. I don't. I haven't done them. I haven't done them in a long time. Because at some point, people are making like I mean, hundred grand. Yeah, like just just for a show. Yeah, I don't know if that's going on anymore with the economy the way it is. No. I don't know why it wouldn't. Oh, trust still me, the is. same amount of people are going to school, right? There and there's still that much budget. Where. I don't know if you want me to tell you what Brendan Walsh just told me. Yes, I no, do. No, I don't. Yes, I, do. I don't. And now, yes, I do. Here, he's actually just getting yes, trying to get in my head at what this point. What do you say? What do you say? What do you say? He's a master of the head game. What do you this say? This is pretty sad. What do you uh, say? <laughs> oh, God. They should pay me for that anyway. I filled out paperwork. <laughs> now, you got to think that he's not listening to this podcast right now. So he's right. probably like this podcast, you know, the paperwork and everything. He goes, good prank, though. We'll give you $1,500 to shave your beard. Psych. <laughs> hmm. I think you owe him fifteen hundred bucks. Yeah. If you just yeah. give him fifteen hundred bucks, you can get this. Squashed. He wouldn't take money. He wouldn't take money. Oh yes, he would. No, I know because I tried giving him. I tried. I felt so guilty afterwards. You tried giving him fifteen hundred bucks. I, no, I tried giving him four hundred or two. Well, that's not fifteen hundred. If you got him a check from NBC for fifteen hundred bucks or whatever right. TBS for fifteen hundred bucks. I, I, I just we, turned down money the other day, Joe. And you, I, I, you turned I, I down think, money? I think you'd agree with... I think Brendan Walsh is the one that told me not to do it. Uh, I, I was going to do an abduction video with uh, Veronica, and uh, they were going to pay us money to be like a boyfriend and girlfriend, and then they were going to abduct us uh, and tie us up. And they weren't... It was only me and her in the whole entire video, and it was just us like struggling, and then like, uh, like they would like focus on my girl's butt you know, while she's tied up or something. And No nudity for me, but, but they were going to pay me $400 for dude, it. Dude, dude, they were going to pay you... <laughs> And do you but know how uncomfortable they were going to make you feel? I think I think it would be. I know. See, I don't like being tied up, and I. Well, I, first of all, is this I, a porn company that was doing this? It's a fetish company. It's a not, they fetish don't do, they company. don't do porn, but it's like fetish. Dude, they were going to kill you. No, you're no. about to do be you, in a snuff. And so they sent me samples, and it would be like this guy and the girl like tied up in the backseat of a car, and they're just like, "Oh, help me get out of here, man! Help! Oh, I can't get out." Oh, you know, and people then, beat off to that. Yeah, and, and then do you uh, get a hand job? Is that what? No, nothing. It's just me being tied up and trying to get free. And they just are you naked? No, with clothes on, and I thought I could Fuck make it funny. I, like it would be that funny just if you like knew me. Serial killers you know? like, yeah. are watching those yeah. ones. Which is a great demographic. They're going to fuck your girl while you're tied up, dude. That's what they're <laughs> going to do. And they were going to go, look, she's a porn star. You signed up for this. Yeah. That's what you signed up for. It's so weird. There's people like that shit, though. People being tied up. Yeah. Yeah. If you see, if someone started screaming no, you just have to accept the fact I've, that I've, you're in this porn. What's like the tying up with it. like the clothes, the clothes lines? <laughs> Like pinching the skin around the rope. Have you seen that? What? Really? Mm-hmm. People like that are just tied up by a ton of rope. Not just like hands tied. Like their body is like. Oh right, yeah, I've seen this. Really, really intensely tied, and there's like clothing pins around what? them. It's, it's very scary looking. Yeah. What the fuck, man? Mm-hmm. How do you get but, there? And then they then, and then they have these rope marks that are just ridiculous. And how much they, were they going to pay you to tie you up? Four hundred dollars. <laughs> she how, was getting five hundred. She, uh, I, I don't get as much as her. As your agent, I'm going to have to ask for more money. 
I for how think, long? How long would you think be tied you for? You have a lot of internet video. credibility, bro. Don't sell yourself for four hundred bucks. Yeah. Was because this somebody if the from video the show? comes out? You know, Red Band and his girlfriend get tied up. Do you know how many people want to tie you up and fuck well, your see, girlfriend? Here, here, here was my excuse because she, because Veronica yeah, was you like, can't take a job. <laughs> Veronica was like, no, you should. It's you can make it a she joke. She said you, you should be, do it. No, no, she's like, she didn't tell me, but she's like, you could make it like a joke. It could be funny, so your fans and everybody would think it's funny. I'm like, yeah, but you know what? I could just film it myself. I'm sure I would do a better job and i would make it even better you know like yeah i can make my own fetish and there's videos. gonna be a guy there too just, no it's just me and yeah, you probably know better camera people yeah, yeah, yeah. the cameraman camera isn't talking shit to you no 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 it's just like he goes all right now you're gonna be in the car struggling well, to get you're out in the car way. struggling and then all of a sudden they're gonna go all right everybody get the fuck down we're just filming something shut the fuck up a guy puts a gun in your face and you don't even realize that that's the real script the real script is that they want to do uh, uh, and uh, then they uh, just rape a, a rape of <laughs> they, that's, a porno that's just set. their way of that's just yeah <laughs> you want to see what a fetish is like motherfucker <laughs> crazy no they, actually they fuck you and yeah her. it's like some church it's like yeah. some dexter shit. i think what happens is they get you tied up and then they just rob you and they're like you idiot we were gonna pay you 400 bucks yeah <laughs> anybody's willing good to luck you're, now you're do that for 400 bucks isn't gonna have a lot of money on them. I'm just gonna, <laughs> well, this is a, might not be worth robbing. This them. was a legit company, but that you know, they it was do, a legit. Yeah, company? like they have like a full website, and they, they sent me all the samples. And you were about to be in a snuff film. Somebody probably <laughs> set it up. They like we can get them. We can get it for four hundred bucks. And they were going to show your. Face. We really want to get them. Huh? We're spending a lot of money. Let's let's offer him a thousand dollars. No, he's going to know it's bullshit. Why would we give him a thousand dollars? His girlfriend is in the business. Listen, the kid will do it for four hundred bucks. Four hundred bucks, and then we kill him. They said I could wear a, uh, a mask if I wanted to. What's would your you wear one of those? Um, those uh, Gimp masks? Guy Falk masks. Oh gosh, I would probably want to wear a one of those uh, bank robber ski mask things with the eyes cut out. I think that'd okay. be look pretty cool. It'd be like, hey, I'm a half life guy tied up. Would they show you those anonymous masks? Oh, that would even be better. That's yeah. what I was saying. That's the Guy oh, Falk. Yeah. I think that's his name, Guy Falk, isn't it? Yeah, name? that's it. Can you imagine being the guy that designed that mask and would be like, hey, I thought it was just for this movie and what the? F- I think it's it's about that guy. I it's it was Sin the, City. The, no, the real mask is uh, about the original design. I believe is that guy that tried to blow up something in England. They have Guy Fawkes Day. Oh, from Ocean's Eleven. No, he's from real life. (laughs) (laughs) No, the French guy from Ocean's Eleven. At Death Squad, though, I have that mask in my window. Guy Fawkes. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's the mask. That guy, the guy looked like that. That was like what is. uh, This is what he looked like. So that, oh, that's from the movie, though. That's from yeah, it is, but it's based on this guy, bro. Yeah, it's based on this guy. Yeah, the, who, the actual designer of that mask. I'm saying that the guy that designed that mask for the movie, he probably thought you know it was just a. Well, the reason movie. why Anonymous takes it, and the reason why it was in that movie V, is that this mask of this guy, this guy stood for. I mean, they they celebrate him like they celebrate um, right. Independence Day over here. When we were there, they were blowing off fireworks and shit. We were in England for Guy Fawkes Day. And uh, they had fireworks going off. And Do they the all driver, wear that mask? No, but the driver was explaining to me what it was all about, and that, and and I go, so basically he was a terrorist. The guy tried to, you know, blow up whatever they had. Was it Parliament or whatever, whatever they call it? Let me see what he tried to blow up. Well, whatever he tried to do, he he planned to assassinate King James. And um, he was uh, he was uh, going there to blow things up, and they killed him and they executed him. But because that. This guy, because he was making that effort, became this hero and became this representation of, we're not going to take your bullshit. 
And so that's why in V they use that – what is it, Vendetta? V for v Vendetta. Vendetta. They use that mask, and that's why that mask has been – uh, adopted by the anonymous movement, it's like mm. they, that's the, the same that, spirit behind that guy is what they mm. they live by. Is that one guy still involved in the uh, the guy that was it Lucas or what was his name? The guy that was the main L- Lauren. Who are you talking about? Lucian, the guy, the main guy from Anonymous that was getting. You talking about the WikiLeaks oh, dude? No, l- oh, low sec, low oh, sec. oh God, I just crossed WikiLeaks with Anonymous. Julian Assange, is that yeah, what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah. yeah. He's, uh, I think he's still getting fucked, man. I think that guy still has to go to the, the police and check in every day. He's got like some crazy house arrest thing that he's under for sexual misconduct in another country. And you know what mm. the, the charge is? It's like some, some derivative of rape. And essentially what happened was this, he was fucking this chick. They were sleeping together. And uh, while they were sleeping, he stuck it inside of her. You know, and he didn't have a condom on, and that's like uh, some sort of a rape situation. Like, first of all, that's stupid. That's cr- you know. Was he sleepwalking? Man, no, he was sticking. He, you can't rub vaginas and penises together in the middle of the night naked and not yeah. and not assume that one's gonna go flying in there. You know, you have and, to put fucking panties on. But he did it want. on purpose, though, right? I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Uh. You know, it could be yes. It could be that they paid the chick to to make a big deal out of this to to embarrass him and to uh, discredit WikiLeaks. Because it does to a certain extent. When, they, when they're interviewing, you're like, Is there, are you sure you don't remember anything odd? Oh, well, one night. You know what, man? What a person <laughs> does sexually, I mean, that doesn't seem like rape to me. That seems like he's kind of a Weasley dude. But I kind of figured he was a Weasley dude anyway. You know, I mean, you ever watch him dance? There's videos of <laughs> Julian Assange dancing. You know, and he's most certainly like has like, watch this it. cult, cult <laughs> of personality thing going on. You know, he mo- he's most a good-looking guy, though. Enjoys, he's very attractive. He most certainly yeah. enjoys it. But he's also doing some really brave shit, you know? And we expect our heroes to be 100% perfect, and that is fucking ridiculous. Are they going to do a movie about him? They, I'm sure they will. You I'm hear, sure they will. He's, he's a fucking brilliant guy. I mean, what he did was pretty amazing, man. You know, love it or hate it, he let some information loose that opened a lot of people's eyes to how things go on. Mm-hmm. And you know that's that's a that's a, a powerful thing. I mean, in, in when when it comes to history, you know, when it comes to the history of intelligence and you know and in, in, in distributing information through a, a digital form, like you know, like being able to burn things on CD and burn information on, on USBs, that shit'll never happen again. Like what 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 happened with this one soldier? What he was able to do? They, they're going to make sure that fucking never happens again. All because of this yeah, one it's guy. It's still going to happen again. It probably will still happen again. <laughs> in a different but way. But historically, but historically, By that guy's super important, and they they still got him fucked on this one weird sex charge, man. When you think about all the fucking things, they'll that get you somehow. Bankers have done all the fucking things that politicians have done. This Congress thing that they had on sixty minutes, where they show the insider trading that Congress is guilty of. Congress are exempt from insider trading laws, so they can just insider trade all day long. They get information, they sell and buy stock based on it, and they don't even go to jail for it. <laughs> it's like it's, it's fucking madness. That's you know? what's still happening right now. It's, ha- it's still happening right now. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Yeah, it's depressing as fuck, man. This this is why Anonymous, this is Guy Fawkes. It's all the same shit. It's the same shit that's been going on forever. In 1570, this Guy Fawkes existed. You know, Think about that. 1570s, it was the same bullshit. Same bullshit. The assholes on top trying to keep the man down. Everybody's crazy, and they're, they're pissed off. They want to blow things up. I mean, this, it's the same thing in 2011. The only difference is now... People are just sleeping in tents in front of buildings. 
sort of. I think it's it's just beginning. I really mm-hmm. do. I think this is what we have here, man, is a system that existed in its corrupt form only because the internet didn't exist. But now that the internet exists, I don't think it can exist anymore. It'll be interesting to see what, if that girl that if that girl really lost a baby in Seattle. Did you read that story? Yeah, she did. Yeah, what, was it? Baby. I didn't know if they confirmed with the hospital if that was the reason yet or not, or if they'd had an actual. I don't think you can actually pinpoint a reason why someone miscarried. They had maybe they haven't actually confirmed it with the hospital. Last time I read it, I don't know if they had. I mean, look, it only makes sense. She's yeah. a horribly traumatic situation. The shock oh, gosh, to her body ter- must be horrendous. When you that know, story's all the way out, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I've seen people tear gas, man. It's brutal. Pepper spray is even worse. Pepper spray is uh, burns, man. It's horrendous. I've seen people get hit with it. The photoshops are so amazing, though, of the guy uh, spraying where the people are putting it in like different paintings yeah, like and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, what an asshole that guy is. Yeah. You know, they got that guy's email address. They got that guy's phone number. They put it all online. Ooh. That guy is going to get a, a lashing from the internet. Yeah. You know, it's like the only reason why that guy thought that he could do that. What the fuck would an officer of the police? Why the fuck would an officer of the police think that he could be spraying pepper spray in the, the look faces of face. peaceful protesters and that that would be a part of his job? Yeah, that was the one from the college, right? From yeah, UC yeah. Berkeley yeah. or UC Davis, right? Was it UC Davis? Yeah. What the fuck is that, man? What what kind of a human being could spray a, a, a terrifying thing like pepper gas? That that pepper spray fucking hurts in a little girl's face. I'm looking at this girl. She's like 18 years old, 17 years old, whatever the fuck they are, first year of college. And he's blasting them in their idealistic face with pepper spray. Somebody sprayed that. Because they're sitting there. At a dance in junior high at my school into the ventilation system. And I just had a little bit of it and, and had to go out in the am- ambulance. Dude. The thought of having, you know... A full thing sprayed in your face point blank range you know and this is on top of all the videos of them jabbing kids with batons it's like you can't no one learns we don't learn anything from the 60s we're doing the same fucking thing but it's just now we have too much information the the internet this life that you and i are living we are the only people ever in the history of humanity that have had the internet the people that like you and I who remember when it didn't exist and the people like, you know, really young people that were born with it and have never, mm-hmm. never been without it. They, they, we live in a different era. This is a different time. We know vastly more than we ever did when, you know, there was no internet, when you had to rely on books and magazines and newspapers and, God forbid, television news for your information. I don't even know if I would have been able to get to your house. Never. You would have had to get one of those Thomas guides. You remember <laughs> yeah. those? Yeah. I had one when Bill we first Burr has moved. One. A Thomas guy, he does. Yeah, he uses navigation now. He gave up. Oh, he did? Yeah, he gave up eventually. But that <laughs> motherfucker was Thomas guy forever. Yeah. 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 He's, he's such a silly goose. But, you know, this is the only time ever where anybody's had this kind of information. And the system that we have set up right now, the government system, our financial system, all these systems were set up before the internet. All these systems were set up, the system of law, all this stuff was before everybody could see the transparency of information that we have today. Yeah, I think about when I, what was your first time you, do you remember the first time you went on the internet? Oh, he's calling us? Pick up the phone. Wait, Put oh him on gosh. speakerphone. Oh, shit. Put him on speakerphone. Tell him. Hey, Brendan Walsh. Hey, Brendan. Hey, you guys still doing your podcast? You're on it right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, we've got to use that video. The world, the world has got to see you with that half a beard and that, that Harry Potter outfit. 
Yeah, it's fine. You're a beautiful man. Are you, what? Oh, I know. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, a hilarious story, dude. I'm glad you want people to see it because it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I have a little story about it. Still, I guess. I he wants to call it a truce. While. Nick Thune wants to call it a truce. <laughs> yeah, what's, what's no more truce? pranks. No more pranks. Are you in? What's the truce, though? What's no more happen? pranks. And he what gives you four hundred dollars. <laughs> no no more pranks, and he gives you four hundred dollars. The whole war thing is, uh, but I don't think that's that's right because what Nick's retaliation was for was uh, me tweeting to him congratulations on getting Saturday Night Live. Right. We were all we were all in the same room when I, me and Chelsea Peretti did it right in front of him. He was on board with it, and then when he got emails congratulating oh. him. Oh wait a minute! You it were wasn't it wasn't it? on board with it. It was wouldn't it be funny if I? Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So you knew he was going to do it before he did it? No, it was, it was I, what I remember was it was more of a wouldn't it be funny if we did this. Oh, so it wasn't a surprise at all to you? It, it, I didn't know that they were going to think wouldn't it be funny if we do this. It, the way that it happened, it, it didn't feel like I didn't think it was actually going to be tweeted. Or at least I didn't think that it was going to happen. No, I knew you did. I knew it. You told. No, I didn't come as a surprise to me in the uh, sense that I didn't like just get start getting messages. Well, I you knew kind they of were represented the story as if it was a huge surprise, though, which is why it was so good to retaliate. I think that's just the way the story's gone. Oh, I see. So the story morphs over time because it sounds better that way. Yeah. No, when you're doing a podcast, when you're doing a podcast, yes. it sounds better for ticket sales. It does sound better. And it makes, and it makes, it makes yeah. me feel better about... Brendan, <laughs> Brendan, you just punked him. I don't even know this. You just, you just, you just punked him. You did. You just told the truth, but he had already told a lie. So you punked him. That, that was a, li a lie of omission isn't quite the same. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Well, you know, I wouldn't even say it was a lie of omission. It was a lie of enhancement because you're a really good storyteller. You know, mm -hmm. you know, like, look, I, this story is good. Essentially, the facts are there. Yeah. What I'm going to do is I'm going to put I it in, make yeah, it a good story. I'm going yeah, to say that I didn't know. I mean, I'm, not ta I'm not talking to a judge here. Exactly. <laughs> I'm talking to a podcast. Brandon Walsh, we love you, buddy. We love you, man. Take it easy, brother. Happy Thanksgiving. You too, pal. Bye, oh, Brandon. Man. I'm calling you. Brandon Walsh is awesome. I, I first saw him uh, <laughs> open up for Stanhope uh, a few years back and uh, loved him ever since. I w I've never seen Stanhope live before. I'd love to see him live. He's, uh, he's in town in Irvine, um, I think, on the 30th. And uh, I got to call him up and see if we can get him on the podcast that week, if that's possible. But no, I believe it's November 30th. He's um, and I, I will say about the the um, SNL tweet. <laughs> I'm actually half and half on if I fully if he tweeted it and then said he tweeted it, or if he was should I tweet it? And well, I think it was like he tweeted it, said he tweeted it, and then Chelsea tweeted it after the fact. Like, yeah, that would that that matter, would be man. funny. It's okay. No, I want to clear it up. It's going to be fine. Get November 30th, Doug Stanhope is going to be at the Irvine Improv. And you better buy your tickets, bitches, because this shit's going quick. Guaranteed, he will sell out. Doug is only in town for one night. And uh, Where if is you're the show? a Doug Stanhope fan, if you're, it's at the Irvine Improv. If you're a comedy fan and you live anywhere in Orange County or you can make the drive, go check him out. 
uh, Wednesday, November 30th at 8 o'clock because he's awesome. If you should go with us, we'll go. We'll go together. I'll do it. You want to go? Okay. Oh, wait, November 30th? Yeah. It's no, I'm actually Wednesday. In, I'm in Portland. Shazam. Look at you, traveler. Mm-hmm. Look at you working them hippie bitches. Yeah, Portland Helium. Come see me. That's a great club. Yeah, I love that. Club. That's a fun club. It should man. be fun. Yeah, I love Portland. Except I, I but you're from Seattle, mm-hmm. right? I, mm-hmm. Did you deal with the winter? How? What is that like? Oh yeah. Well, you don't really realize it when you're living in it for so long until you move somewhere out. You, when you finally live like in California during the winter, and you just it freaks you out because you're used to like 40 days no sun, and you're used to people being like trying dreary and depressed. Yeah, and then when the sun comes out, people freak out. It's like the best day ever, and you get out and you wash your car, you do everything you can do. Whereas here, every day, when I first moved down here, it felt like every day I was just overexerting myself. Yeah, we forget about that in California, mm-hmm. that in other parts of the country, when it's a nice sunny day, people go out and do things oh, and yeah. celebrate. Like in some clubs, like the first, uh, first show, tickets suffer if it's a sunny day. Well, oh, oh for sure. And yeah, if it's a rainy summer, day. Yeah. And sometimes if it's a rainy day, just getting people out. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Well, unless, unless it's in like middle America where people are just like, yeah, we're just going through this shit. We don't care. There's nothing else to do. Out yeah, here. we figured it out. It's not bad. Yeah. Uh, I love going to, I love doing stand up all over the place. I think one of the coolest things about this job is that you really do get to have like these little bases, you know, like you, you go to these places on a regular basis and you, you have, get like, a taste this, of everything. Yeah. You, and you also have like this, you know, like you draw in a town, you get used to coming to a town, you develop fans in a town. Oh, you yeah. have like a relationship with those people. I'm just having towns where I'm like three or four times back. It's nice, it's right? Fun. Yeah. And then the people come back to see you again, mm-hmm. and, you know, like Austin, Texas is a perfect I example. just did that. Yeah. I just did that Fuck. a week ago. That place is great. Cap City Comedy Club. And every time we go there, it's like we, I see a lot of the same faces. You know, there's a lot of the same people afterwards you take pictures with. It's a fun fucking town. They've got a lot of regulars, clubs yeah. like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a club that's been around forever, man. That's that's one of the... That's one of the ones that everybody wants to go to. Yeah. And it's an independent club. It's kind of interesting. What hotel know? do you stay at when you go there? I ain't telling you on the <laughs> internet. Hotel <laughs> sex. Crazy. Well, you don't, you don't stay where they put people. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. So Their place bad. is the worst. Why is it bad? It's a cop hotel. So it's sometimes there's like hotel. 30 cop cars in the parking lot at night times. The, the That's hotel good. We stay at. That's a good place to stay. Just seems scary. Just don't smoke weed in your room. Yeah. Or anywhere within a... That's not fun. Yeah, you got to worry radius. about Texas. Texas is a different <laughs> animal when it comes to getting arrested for shit. In Austin, they're actually really lax about it. In and Austin, their shower. They don't give a fuck about it. You can see into your shower from the bed. There's no wall. I hate that shit. Like in Vegas, when you go to Mandalay Bay and yeah. you walk in, it's like, oh, there's the bathroom. So you can see anyone, anyone who's taking, taking a, a shower shit. and shit. Um, did you see that Obama pardoned uh, a bunch of people and some of them were uh, drug offenders? Some woman who was, um, she had 20 years for cocaine. He commuted her sentence to 10. He, so he, he released her after 10 years served. And some other uh, marijuana offenses he uh, pardoned good. people they for. They should fucking just knock all those people out of jails. That, the, it's it's got to be a, a What real, state is that in? What's, United States. Oh, that, this is oh, that is happening. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, I don't know what the state their crimes were committed in, but in you know this day and age, man, it's it's really a crime. The real crime is putting people in jail for it. It's the that's the real crime. I've heard of a lot of people in jail for drugs. People in New York lately, they've been having a lot of undercover people on the street catching people smoking joints. It's been like a big thing. Of course, Bloomberg is a cunt. He's, a, he's an old rich cunt. 
All those those crazy old men that are, they don't understand that the system doesn't apply anymore. It doesn't work anymore. It doesn't represent the will of the people, and people know it. And that's why there's a fucking million people in the streets. It's not temporary. This is this is the beginning of the end. And these old guys, they don't get it. That's why Giuliani is on TV going, "Why don't you occupy a job? How about you further your education?" Like it's that easy. Like it's, you could just go get a job. What a creepy old asshole. Old rich man who makes his living giving boring ass fucking speeches. I saw one of his speeches, one of his post 9-11 speeches. He was just riding this wave of him being the hero of 9-11. He, he took that in the, the grossest way possible and ran with it politically. You know, that he uh, was strong while that happened. And, you know, Giuliani represented leadership under duress. And Every time that's something that, you know, that people that are in, in struggle latch on to an mm -hmm. event, a tragic event, to help them get out of it. Yeah, it's horrible. It's so, yeah. It's weak. It's gross. But what's more gross is you're saying something so ignorant as why don't you occupy a job. You're telling people that the, the, the people that are down there shouldn't be allowed to protest. They shouldn't be allowed to peacefully demonstrate. Isn't that like a part of what makes us America is that we can all get together as a group and say, hey, we don't appreciate this? Yeah, I've been wondering about the laws on that and how all of a sudden it's just like cracking down they have to the, the real problem is they realize now that it's not going to go away i think they initially let it happen because they thought people were going to get tired of it and it was going to go away but now the the momentum behind it is it's absurd We've, i've never seen anything like this the momentum behind it is to the point where they have to acknowledge it on mainstream news. It's on TV all the time. It's The images are flooding the internet. And the amount of press that's covering it on TV in comparison to the internet is still relatively small. Because a huge percentage of the internet is dedicated to the stories that are going on down there. The girl who you were talking about who was pregnant, who miscarried. Mm -hmm. The 89-year-old or 84-year-old woman that got pepper sprayed Seattle in the too. face. Yeah. yeah, all these people that are getting beaten with clubs and and all the while these protesters have been amazing they're just not they're not fighting back they're just they're they're, they're sitting there getting blasted in the face while they're on their knees His cops, i, I want i'd love to see the the interview of a guy right after getting exposed in the internet like that you know with yeah. a job or it's just like oh shit i forgot people are watching all the time i don't think they have any idea how responsible people are going to hold them for that how accountable people are going to hold them for that. That guy mm -hmm. that pepper sprayed all those kids in the face, pepper sprayed people's little girls and little boys because they were protesting. You motherfucker. Did you, do, do we not learn anything from the 60s? People's lives just get ruined by yeah. that. Yeah. The other stories yeah. of that girl that had like a vlog or a live stream she was doing and people just started just hating on her so hard and then her dad got involved and embarrassed her even more and it just like their phones <sighs> were going off the hook. I mean, it was just so terrible. But it just gets brutal. <laughs> Yeah, the whole thing is brutal. I mean, it's like people are starting to take into consideration the very real possibility that our civilization might be collapsing right in front of our face and that this is just one step in uh, a, an erosion of our current state of life, our current, mm -hmm. uh, you know, our way of life. You know, and this is, if there's no money, things can't stay the same. You can't have the same amount of food in the supermarkets and the same amount of gas and what what is going to happen if it really gets to a point where our economy collapses is anybody really prepared to wait in line to buy food and to have like a loaf of bread be 500 bucks or something can you imagine you know what the fuck happens when it gets that bad
Move back home to mom and plant that, some tomatoes. Yeah, well, you, you got to definitely got to grow your own food. But fuck, is it possible? It becomes a question: like, is it possible that it could slide that far back? Because right now everybody's complaining and it does look terrible. And yeah, the government totally sucks. But if things froze right here in time, life ain't that bad. You know, mm-hmm. right now we can get gas. Right now uh, I get on Direct TV. I got 250 channels. My internet is not the fastest in the world, but it's a lot better than it was 10 years ago. I've got my health. You know what I'm saying? Er, let's stop right here. But you can't stop right here. You can't stop right here because we're still in debt. Who knows how many trillion dollars? Well, you're also so much more aware yeah. I mean, than people were. Oh, yeah. You know, to where it was like they might not be aware of how bad things were at certain points. Well, there's there's enough shocking information on the Internet right now where if you're not concerned, then you're simply not paying attention. You know, when you start reading about these 16 billion or trillion dollars in secret bailouts that they uncovered with an audit of the Fed. 16 trillion. I don't even know how many zeros that is. But that's insane. I know that's more than the, the, the gross domestic product of the entire United States. Mm-hmm. And that was all given out in bailouts. These no interest loans, all secretly, all unapproved. It's like it's, it's a goddamn money grab, man. It's a money grab. And there's a reason why these people are in the street. And it, it ain't just because they're hippies. Because there's a lot of them that are there just because they're hippies. You know, they would be there if it was... You know, a flower festival or a Grateful Dead tribute band. You know, they would, they would be there. I wonder if there's also been like homeless people that have just been like, oh a, yeah, they're fucking psyched. Here's Other a place. Yeah, here's a now. place for me to stay. Of course, you're definitely going to have that. But on top of that, you've got a lot of really intelligent people. Mm-hmm. What's really interesting is the difference. There was a video that I watched yesterday on how Fox News uh, covered the Tea Party and how they're covering this. And the Tea Party, they were describing as a grassroots movement with no discernible uh, leader, who, and it all came together organically. They're essentially describing Occupy Wall Street, but they were, they were saying, it, will the mainstream media cover this? Mm-hmm. That's the real question. Like, and I'm watching this, I'm like, what the fuck are you? You're Fox. You know, this isn't some underground news source that's sneaking out the information to the brave men and women of America. It's just so skewed. There's, they're Fox, and they're, they're pretending that they're not the mainstream media. You're not, they're not only are they covering the Tea Party, but they're promoting it. They're, the people are fed up, and you know what? I, think, I see their point. And they, you know, they're editorializing as they're giving this news. And then they were talking about Occupy Wall Street, and they were saying that it's not going to last, that there's no, there's no message behind and you can't find one person. And then they have videos that showed videos of intelligent people explaining what's wrong, explaining what they're trying to accomplish, and explaining how they're going to go about doing it. And they didn't use any of that shit on TV. Any of it. And then, you know, he showed all the videos that people have done. Like, there's this one guy, I forget his name, but he's brilliant. He goes to uh, Sarah Palin book signings. He goes to the uh, Tea Party things, and he interviews them, and he clowns them. He just gets them to... He, they don't even know he's not be, you know he's they don't even know that he's filming like a parody they don't even know that he's you know just going to get them to say really stupid shit and show Does he how, go different costumes or just he's no, the no, same no, guy he just wears time. a tie and I, I forget what his name is i'm really doing him a disservice cuz he's hilarious um but my point was it's easy to find just a few people and use those people to discredit the tea party or use those people to discredit occupy wall street or whatever but when you got a movement that's as big as this fucking thing is they showed a picture picture of uh, New York City where the, the Occupy movement was going on and the, you see like how many people were there. It is gigantic, man. Yeah, it's huge. It's gigantic. It was like a shot from a helicopter. I wonder what it it's, was, I haven't it's seen crazy. what it's like now. I, I was I went there like a month ago and saw, you it's know, bigger. what it was at that point. I'm sure it's bigger. Yeah. I'm sure it's bigger. 
you know, I mean, it's really amazing that uh, as little violence has happened. You know, it really is. It's really kind of incredible. He's really using the product. He's going to go crazy right now. He's, gonna, he's feeling stupid. He's feeling a little stupid. <laughs> he's worried that when the Illuminati come, he might not have enough brains to get out of the way. <laughs> you know, it's, the real question for me about all this is not whether or not it's going to grow, because it's definitely going to grow. People are loving it. They're loving it. They're, 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 they have a voice. People feel like for the longest time, you know, they know they've been fucked. They know that the government has been inept in using their tax dollars. They know that laws have been passed that benefit corporations only and not people at all. They know that all this has happened, but they haven't been able to do anything about it. And they have this pent-up shit inside of them. And now they're standing in the street all together, and they feel like they're getting something done just by getting their, their voice out. But the problem is, unemployment's bad. It's not going to get any better. And this isn't going to go away. It's going to get bigger. And people are going to start wanting results. They're going to start wanting something to happen. Well, somebody should probably step forward at some point as a spokesperson. I mean, you know. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, I don't, yeah, I, I don't I, think anybody will, but I think that would. I, if, I don't think If the can. right guy came out, I mean. Yeah, but I don't think they can. He's going to have an anonymous mask like a, on. Like at the end modern, of the movie, he's going to take it off, and it's Obama. A modern day. <laughs> Whoa, imagine that. Yeah. Holy shit. John Lennon. Imagine if it was Obama who was working at both sides. That'd yeah. be a great movie. Yeah, it's he like finds... in the basement of Best Buy. <laughs> right? and it's like this round table, and they all take off their anonymous masks, and it's all like Ronald Reagan and He's Colonel dead. Sanders and He's dead. Bob Hope. <laughs> He's dead, too. <laughs> you got Bob Hope in there, yeah. Well, that is a fucking great idea for a movie, though. A Brennan, president, Brennan Walsh. A president <laughs> that gets into office and really thinks he's going to be the president. Uh-huh. He thinks he's going to get in there and he's going to fix things and he's going to change the world. And then once he gets in there, he has to deal with all these special interest groups and the military industrial complex and all these creepy fucks that are, you know, essentially starting wars for profit. And there's no way around it. He can't. He has to stick to the agenda. It's the, that money that got him into office in the first place. But so he's undercover. He designs he designs Occupy Wall Street and he's a part of Anonymous and he's attacking it from the inside and providing them with information. And they all fuck werewolf bitches. This is the movie. And they can fly. And they can make gold out of poop. (laughs) We got to vote for this guy. Yeah. This could be Herman Cain. That could tell Herman Cain with his wink and his smoking friend. That Herman Cain's hilarious. I like that he likes white chicks though. Trying to hit up on some white chicks. Got busted. Yeah, that I haven't no one's actually come forward forward though. Yeah, they have. I thought sure. that I thought that that they got people. Not a bad looking older lady. No, Bieber's chick came did. forward. Oh, okay. No, Herman Cain's <laughs> girl came forward too. At least one of them. I think a couple of them come forward. It's whatever. A couple of people like said something, but then they never made it official. Imagine if Kennedy had tried to run for president today. Nobody can have flaws anymore. It's like we were talking about with Julian Assange. Yeah, he dances like a creep, and he probably stuck it in that girl when they were lying next to each mm-hmm. other. But she shouldn't have been sleeping with him in the first place. You know, what are you doing naked laying next to Julian Assange? It's just know? anything at, at any point could come back and buy you. Yeah, the whole thing is weird. That's the internet just can make it harder and harder for people to get It's so jobs. transparent, though, that they can lock this guy up. You know, mm-hmm. that's not what you're mad at him for. You're mad at him for releasing all those secrets. But mm-hmm. what he did is really what a real journalist is supposed to do. You know, I mean, someone said to, to him, um, what would be the difference between, you know, this information coming from you or coming from the New York Times? And, you know, and what he said was, I'm not exactly sure that the New York Times, I think he said this. Maybe this somebody else said this. I'm, I don't want to quote him. Hopefully but it wasn't Ziggy. It wasn't Ziggy. Um, mm-hmm. But essentially what, what they were saying was, um, 
he might be the only group that would just release all of it. Whereas if that, that material was sent to the Washington Post or if that material was sent to any legitimate, quote-unquote, corporate-sponsored major news source, they, you're supposed to release that information. Like the video of the, um, the Apache, those, whatever those helicopters oh, were, yeah. shooting those, those kids in the car and those people that are on the street and all those innocent people. I mean, that, that's the way they were talking about it. They shouldn't have brought their kids. Like, it was, it was dark. You know, there's kids in the car. They shouldn't have brought their kids. Like, you shouldn't have, like they're not. They didn't feel bad about it at all. And the fact that that this is these are American soldiers, and this is it's possible to get to this mindset. That's a very important fact for us to know mm-hmm. as a nation. It's a very we're, we're, we should be informed to make our decisions about how we truly feel about war. You know, and if we're shielding the public from information like that, in my opinion, that is like treason. That is like that's like espionage. That's like you're you're shielding important information. Oh, just to think about how many. I mean, the possibilities of how unreal these stories could be that nobody will ever know that are just always being bought and hidden. And I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, and at any point could just come out. I mean, when you hear, all, I mean, there's been a, a several instances of, especially uh, Blackwater and so, other soldiers being accused of killing civilians. It's like it's not one instance; it's several. There's another guy who got arrested recently, and they were they were saving fingers and shit and killing civilians. You know, it's it, when you hear about these instances that not everyone's getting caught. Okay, there's some people that are pulling shit off and they're getting away with it and they have to cover it up. But then every now and then someone will go crazy and, and kill like 20 or 30 people. And then they have to, you know, they have a situation. You know, I mean, it's 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 very dark. It's very dark. You're, you're asking people to kill people. You're asking people to kill and then you're going to let them just roam free in the population like someone who's never killed before. Does it remind me of the people like in Born Identity? They're the ones that are always trying to kill Jason Bourne. They just keep hiring like another guy. I don't watch those movies. You don't? You should. They're good. No. Oh, God, I love them. I'm not impressed with his jujitsu. I like oh, watching it. I see go. his moves. I don't believe it. <laughs> you, should watch, you should watch it with Pete Holmes. He stopped watching Dexter because he did a bad jujitsu move during the best season of Dexter. Dexter. with John Lithgow has a shitty rear naked choke. Okay? It's shitty. And it's not, how you, it's not what happens when you choke somebody out. God, if you were to watch Dexter now, you would just... Fucking what, what, jump off fall asleep. It was, um, it's horrible. You even, the like directing, it even the directing is horrible. I can't tell because I just Why get invested in a show and then. Because I like Michael C. Hall's character so much. I just don't like what's going on around him. And he got mm-hmm. sick too. That, that's when it was weird too. He's so still weird. great. He was though. married to off. the girl that plays. Not anymore. They broke up. Yeah, now I know, but now shocker. they're like doing scenes together. It's so, so weird. weird. Yeah, and it's weird knowing that they boned and they're playing brothers and sisters on the show. I I that's really to, like. And which one of their heart is broken? Well, that's, that's really like um, yeah. a dumb fucking career move, isn't it? I mean, that's a really yeah. silly move, dude. Why the fuck, would you do, that? dude? You remember their kids? Like how he had. You remember like what happened to his wife, and then he has kids. You know, like he does. Uh, he has kids on the show, you know. Oh, like, you know, oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, the girl. Yeah, they don't even exist anymore. Like they, don't? they they haven't talked about him all season. Like, well, they, they went just, with the grandparents. Yeah, so at forever they yeah. went to the grandparents. <laughs> they don't talk. Mm-hmm. It's your kids. You would talk to them every day. He's that, got that boy though. Dexter's girlfriend, baby. sexy. She's sexy in some weird kind of crazy bitch way. Is there a water right? I can grab in there? Yeah, uh, yeah. What do you want, man? Hold on. You want a water, Diet Coke, energy drink, coconut water, coconut water, C two O. Oh yeah. Wow, you got a s- Dude, C2O is the best. I love that stuff, yeah. especially cold. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, wow. So do you... I went to a, a party. Uh, it was a benefit for a Hope Field, which is an Thank animal you. thing. 
and uh, I saw some. Uh, they had it was a small little party, and they had some of the best musicians there ever. I mean, uh, women uh, singing. Natasha Benningfield was there. Uh, Who? Natasha Benningfield. She's the one I think that sings the song uh, to the hills. Oh, so this was like a big time. Yeah, oh, this, this is the party. You were yeah, yeah. About. This is like all ace celebrities there. I talked to Jeremy Piven. He said he went did the podcast. Uh, Leona Lewis was the main girl. But you know, after seeing them get, it was so amazing to get off stage that I was like in love. Like I, I was obsessed with these these female uh, singers. Do you get that? Because you play guitar on stage a lot. Do you get uh, like some myself. weird version of fan uh, doing comedy and guitar? You probably get no. pussy slang at you. No. It, <laughs> yeah, they do sling it out. There's a lot of slinging. Yeah, there's a lot of rubber. No, I don't. I, I find with the you know, especially comedy nerds. You know, they're not necessarily out front. It's not like I'm in a band. It's a whole different audience. I'm making myself. I'm making a fool of myself essentially. Yeah. But Whereas they're just continually looking cool the whole time they're up there. Yeah, it's totally a different sexual vibe. Mm-hmm. Girls so love to laugh though. Playing a song that's a whole different kind of hypnotizing mm-hmm. though. Yeah. You know, that's like even if it is mm-hmm. a joke or making fun of yourself, it's something that adds to it. Well, we were talking yeah. about Leonard Skinner being fat, dirty white yeah. guys from Florida, but they knew how to make some sound. They know how to make some oh, yeah. sounds. They're delicious. They're delicious. Well, like to the, the cars. Ears. Like you see these bands that the way they look. I mean, it's still. Yeah. It's sexy. I mean, Rick I Casey. find myself attracted to girls that are, you know, any that are just talented like that. Doesn't matter. Do you find yourself sexually attracted to them? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That wears off though after you bone them. Oh, I'm sure there was a girl. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sure it's got it. Only gets happened with Nature almost can only every trick girl you for so long. That, that's happened with almost every girl that except my wife. But yeah, those the the every time I see a girl singing, it just turns me on. I can't help it. I just yeah. want. Her. Yeah, for a lot of dudes, it becomes that like a fetish. Is that what it is? The confidence yeah. to sit down in front of people and perform. And perform. Yeah. God, that that one chick though, I'm, I'm seriously in love with Leona Lewis. Like I was just. Gonna, she's gonna find out about it, and she's gonna put a restraining order out. Oh, yeah. oh, I don't care. You're gonna she's be so sitting in the front amazing. row, and she's gonna choke. She's gonna. Her voice is gonna crack. Do you know who? Do you know what she looks like? Have you ever seen her? No. She's fucking gorgeous. What's her name? Leona Lewis. Why don't you uh, pull it's a Leona Lewis music on Twitter. I but, knew a comedian named Leanne Lewis. She 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 did this whole thing though for this Leona. thing called Hopefield. She did this whole thing. I guess it's like a place that gets uh, horses that are sick and stuff like that. Right. And they have like two hundred uh, horses. And this place is about to close because they're bankrupt. And so all these horses are just going to get euthanized. And oh. so that's why she's she she did this party to raise money for it. And uh, so here's, here's. I think I retweeted something about that. Here's Somebody sent me. Uh, but yeah, it was cool. There was a lot of interesting people at the. She looks like a real woman, Brian. You might want to stay away from her. Oh, she she was. Really What's your crazy. girlfriend do? You said earlier. Is she uh, in the adult industry? Yeah, she's a penthouse pet. She's what? Penthouse pet. Oh, okay. Veronica Ricci. Oh, she nice. does those girl and girl videos. Yeah, just girl girl videos. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, that's how they get them in the dark side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that how they slowly, slowly work them in? Then they get start get doing abduction videos, and then yeah, abduction videos pants. with your boyfriend. Why was she guy ready with to do that video? Rapes you both? Huh? Yeah. Oh, she she loves doing that kind that yeah. kind of like tie up stuff, spanking videos wow. and stuff like that. Like that's another one. Like it would, there would have been a video of me like spanking her. But, so do you guys do that a lot of spanking? Jesus fuck. Uh, no, because her butt's always healing, and she's always putting like <laughs> lotions on it and stuff. I don't want to re hurt it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when it's outside of work, she doesn't like getting spanked at all. Yeah. It's like, God, what am I working uh, she's again? Still like, no, she still likes it. Her butt's always healing. Yeah. 
I feel bad for it. Have you ever seen a, a black butt like two days later? It looks like she keeps on getting in a car accident on her butt. Really? Yeah, it's just purple. So and they're black. just fucking wailing on her. Hard. What? <laughs> Dude. And the, the other so girl. Weird. People used to have to go through that for punishment. Jane Fonda, this girl named Jane Fonda. She yeah, we know. Just, she's just spanking, <laughs> spanking her with like brushes. And brushes are the worst, I guess. Who's ringing? You. That's not me. Damn it. I thought I shot. God, it wasn't me. Mm-hmm. Um, talked to Perez Hilton was there. And the whole time he's with these two girls and this guy in this party. And being very, uh, just staring at everybody. And he wasn't very friendly. Well, listen, man. He's probably got people fucking with him all day, man. I know. I was just came. I just said hi. I thought you seemed very. Leaning into gay bash real quick. <laughs> You know, yeah. you know, probably people that fuck with him all day, man. He's probably and probably he yeah. also likes to stare at people, and I mean that's what he does. He's kind of a voyeur, podcast guy, sh- right? Show Perez Hilton. No, he's that guy for the his, his website. He's got a huge, yeah, or not podcast, yeah, yeah. huge Blog. website. You know who's yeah. nice? Do you know Ron at Ron Attest? I, I think this is his name. He's. The, I bet I bet Perez cool. would have been nice if you he knew who you were. If you you got a chance to talk to him amongst someone who. You knew, or he knew, you know, so he could, right. so you were green lit. Otherwise, you're just some weird guy. Hey, Perez. Hey, I, hey, how are you? Yeah. Hey. Sometimes you got to be, you got to be glad handed into somebody. But Piven was a nice guy. Well, Piven was awesome. And podcast. I feel like me, you, and Piven all look like we're related sometimes. And, and Callan. Yeah. And Callan. Callan's his good buddy. That's yeah. how uh, I know him. It was weird talking. I have this picture of him, and it looks just like we're brothers. It's kind of creepy. Ew. <laughs> Did you take it home and mount it? Uh, yeah, it's framed. And then yeah. just close your eyes and wish. Yeah. Just wish, wish he was my brother. I think he, he, Piven is super yeah. nice. Though. He, he's one of those guys that plays such horrible characters he, all the time that you think he's just going to be this asshole, but he's he's so nice. Well, you know, I mean, I'm sure uh, he's a mercurial character. Is mercurial. he like his character? Uh, just very, very nice. Just a nice, cool, normal guy. Oh, it says low battery, 10% of battery, man. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I see. Is that, yeah. well, you're is that both you dressed, and Piven? Yeah. You're both dressed oh, yeah. the same. I don't give people my phone because of Blackhawk reasons. Oh. Because of what? Prank. Pranks. There's a prank that all these comics play. They always grab their phone like, oh, let me see that picture. And then they prank, I love Blackhawk on Twitter real quick when they're looking at the picture. Yeah. Oh, they make it look like they're using your phone to look at a picture. But yeah. yeah somebody did that once where they like my com- they came into my house and they went on my computer and posted something on Facebook and Ooh. and it's just like you know that's actually I, I think that was like a privacy thing you just broke like a yeah. privacy law I think that might be illegal is yeah. it illegal to someone to just come in and just yeah. use your computer mm-hmm. really you can take them to court and your mom follows you on Facebook and she's reading you know Ooh, why, like, why do people I keep on talking to people that let their mom on their Facebook page why don't you make a fake Facebook page for your parents and, and family like I do and I think everyone should do well because then at some point you can, I mean I have one that's not my real name but it just isn't as fun people don't right. compliment me all the time like, like I, <laughs> there's a friend of mine that I photoshopped his face on balls a long time ago this was MySpace not Facebook and like it was just his face and it, like I made it so like his face matched into the balls it looked like just balls with his face on it was kind of cool did you and get that video that i sent you the joey yeah it wouldn't open up for me i was on my phone though when i checked it oh it's an mpeg but yeah i was gonna i'll tell you later. but uh so i put it on his myspace page as a joke and he, he like, got really pissed off he's like dude my grandmother fucking saw that photo 
I'm like, what the fuck is your grandmother doing on my yeah. your MySpace? Let me make sure that you're okay, Sonny. I know there's a lot of bad influences. Why is there a balls on your face? And they look, they like everything that you post. Like yeah. my mom just likes my status updates. Uh, what's wrong? My mom will, will write things. It's hilarious. She writes she on your writes Facebook. Stuff like, no, no, no. On her own little wall. Oh yeah. You know, and her little friends will chime in. What's going on with this country? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, that's the full quote. There's no like. There's no thought underneath that. It's like I'm not comfortable. Things aren't right. It doesn't seem good. I, I don't, don't think they know. have. They I also. <laughs> they think they're just having a conversation with like one person. They don't understand well, that everybody is sees everything. Yeah, but I mean, she only has a few friends on her on Facebook. I mean, it's not mm. like she's got thousands. Of, she's not a comedian. You know, she's, most of it is like. That's how they keep up with family members and yeah. and tag pictures and stuff. Fam, family people love uh, Facebook because it's so, sort of it's all integrated in a way that MySpace never is. MySpace is just everybody has their own websites and there's a comments. The stream of information, like Bobby just updated his blog post. And oh yeah, Debbie just posted a picture, and you know when, when they do that, then everybody feels like they're they're moving together. I like Instagram. That's my new favorite thing. What's that? It's just pictures. It's like posting statuses but just pictures so you don't feel like it's be funny all the time it we is. had that a long time ago the frag yeah, text mob. america and yeah. it's frag mob yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but yeah. My, it's my fake facebook page for my mom uh and my parents and my family and stuff like i'll just purposely like i'll be sitting there and i'm like oh look a rose and i'll take a photo of it and then i'll post that kind of shit on my facebook like <laughs> look a rose he's just living a lie <laughs> and so it's like it's, like it's just like Brennan a huge SNL. yeah it's like a huge <laughs> like i'm just this pure guy that's taking photos of puppies and stuff like that <laughs> How many people have a, a bunch of different aliases online? Yeah. That's what gets ridiculous. Right. One of the one of the guys from our uh, message board was worried that his wife was uh, on a cougar website. <clears throat> Turns out they like just ganked her pictures from somewhere. Oh, that's hilarious. Them. Yeah, I Mat- wonder how Mat- often Mat- that happens. It happens a lot. Matapu. I met him up in Canada, but it's, it was really fascinating because you know he was kind of joking around, and I'm pretty sure he's happily married and everything's good and everything like that. But he's like, well. Either one of two things is going on. Either my wife is really on fucking cougarlife.com or whatever the website it was, or I'm getting a fucking divorce. You know, like, Cougar Life, too. Hell? Could you imagine Get if your on wife Ashley was... Ashley Madison, at Well, least. that's... What is that? It's the same thing. But Ashley Madison is, like, the one where it's, like, set up for cheating, right? Yeah. So you just... just Everybody gets together and go, I'm going to be Jason Bourne, and you be fucking Tanya Harding. Yeah. Let's do this. I heard Stern interviewing that guy, and it was like... So what do people do? Do they go under fake names? No, they just put their... I mean, I, yeah, they must do aliases. Yeah. yeah. But I it's like imagine, so right? popular. I mean, he was giving the statistics, and it's like, What crazy. are the... It's all people cheating. Yeah. Is it all people... Well, really, it's all people that are down to fuck, yeah. is what it is. Right. So and you no can, questions yeah. asked. It's you like can what, just get a fake ring and pretend you're married, and so you can just be a swinger and just go in there and let these girls know there's no commitment here and just bang it out real quick. Unfortunately, I bet there's way more guys than girls, and there's like seven girls that keep on getting reused no, by the hundred other guys. They kept guys. saying that there was a lot. Like, <laughs> as long as you get yours, be happy. It took over for Craigslist because Craigslist stopped being, it's Craigslist kind of straightened itself out, turned itself away from all the sex stuff. Really? Yeah. What the fuck is that, man? I mean, That's I'm sure ridiculous. you could. Well, if they don't want to get in trouble for prostitution. There's probably kind of liabilities would, that they could be I like torrents so or something. I'm so tired of this nanny state we're living in. As I become a, a middle-aged man, I mean, I'm essentially a middle-aged man. I'm 44 years old. How mm-hmm. many people lived over 88? You know, I'm probably way past the middle, right? This is, at a certain point in time, we just want to go, just shut the fuck up. This is stupid. Mm-hmm. We have too many goddamn laws. It's really that simple. 
Yeah, you can't regulate Craigslist. Jesus Christ, you can't regulate. If a girl has an ad and she says, listen, I need money, you need a blowjob. Mm-hmm. What the fuck, man? That that's that's a legitimate exchange. That's what that is. I mean, why why She's is there coming, anything wrong with that? Yeah, I wouldn't encourage it. I wouldn't want my kids to do it. But no. if she wants to do it, if she knows that she can go suck some guy's dick and make five hundred bucks or whatever the hell it is, why not? Why why do you care? It's okay if she does it for free. She could go over to the guy's house, knock on doors. She could put on Craigslist. I'm here to fuck you for free. Who wants a fuck? You could do that. No problem. And no one has a problem with it. It's just the ch- exchanging of money. Even if she put it on her taxes, I sucked this guy's dick. He gave me five hundred bucks. <laughs> Uncle Sam, here's your here's your buck fifty, and that's, we're good, right? I would like to see a tax form. <laughs> yeah, Very sucking detailed. dicks all Very day, all day, form. all day, or all day. Yeah, why? Um, why? Why is that a problem, man? It's it's amazing. It's amazing that that's a problem. You know, in other countries, it's not an issue at all. In uh, Australia, we were in Sydney, and uh, the the fucking cab driver was telling us, "Listen, you guys want to get some pussy." Right down the street, mate. There's a nice, nice oh, whole house. It's just okay. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. There's like an area where you go. Mm. I obviously didn't go, but there's a whole area where you can go, and there's whorehouses there. We had like, from high times. It's no big deal. We had from high times. Uh, this girl named Sarah Hash Newton, uh, and she uh, was Sarah doing- Hash. Hash is her name. Yeah, Hash Newton. Is that a real name? I don't think the hash is Hash Newtons. Maybe that's like her favorite cookie. Is that the Hash Newton just a, instead of a Fig Newton? Like a, a dash? No hash. Okay. Uh, uh, come yeah, on, no. man. That's over the top. <laughs> but that's uh, how I call myself, Joe Comedy Rogan. <laughs> She's so dash. Joe Comedy. She's so hot, but it's like uh, High Times is like penthouse pet. He's right. like their version of. But she was talking about how there, there's this. You got place, a picture of her? What's uh, the picture of her? Yeah, I can get her. How do you say her name? She's on Twitter, Sarah Hash Newton, all one word. Is there like S-A-R-A. pictures of her in her underwear or something scanty? Uh, I could find you something, definitely. Scantily clad. I mean, so but when you, like right now you say you're on this podcast, people are now checking out her page, probably tweeting Yeah, of course. Yeah, oh, dude, we crash websites like a motherfucker on this podcast. <laughs> when we had Graham Hancock on, you know, Graham Hancock is this uh, world famous explorer who's written all these books about ancient civilizations and mm-hmm. really fascinating guy. He's also written a bunch of books on psychedelic drugs uh, or one rather really big oh yeah duncan told me about this guy um and yeah duncan did the podcast with me and mm-hmm. we just crushed his website i couldn't get to anything he was trying to show me some structures that they found outside of japan some amazing stuff that like shows that there was a complex civilization that lived there fourteen thousand years ago which is according to archaeologists it's like before people i mean people were like hunter gatherers back then that's you like know. the guy that I love. That this guy, this British guy, that uh, was like lost in the Amazon. They never found his body. And there's a book that just came out about it, the lost the Z, lost oh. Z or something. But it's a great story. But it's about a this lost civilization. Well, the Amazon is filled with them. You know, they're just yeah. starting to find all these structures that are hidden underneath the jungle in the Amazon. They say that in between um, the Mayan civilizations and the Incas and the Olmecs, there are thousands and thousands of undiscovered temples that are all throughout Mexico and South America that they, they really have no idea how many of these things have just not been discovered where civilization just, the plants just grew over them. It just seems like it'd be so easy to find out with Google. Yeah, you think so. You think you'd have that mapped out. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, some of them, I looked at this one temple that they excavated in Mexico, and it's fucking incredible. They had pictures of it before they excavated it, and it looked like just a, a hill. It was like a hill, and it, it literally had been completely covered in dirt. 
for the how many thousands and thousands of years it took to do that. You know, I mean, who knows? Who knows how long it takes for something to be covered in dirt naturally? But there was no no sign whatsoever. And then they cleared it out, and it's fucking amazing. Just huge Mayan temples. Damn. She met you at the 2007 High Times Award, Sarah. I hope Ashton I was Newton. friendly. Anyways, real quick, she, she knows of a, a dispensary that you can get hand jobs in the back. So you get weed in the front, hand jobs in the back. Really? Yeah. Where's it at? I don't know. I didn't okay, ask. talk to her. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. That's hilarious. They're just asking to go to jail. That's what it is. You yeah, know what it is? The weed uh, community is infiltrated with the strip club community. Yeah. They decided to kill two birds for the price of one or something along those lines. Or that other place that 2 a.m. was connected to a strip club. Right. There you go. Maybe it's the same guy. He's branched off to this new hand job operation. <laughs> so what's, let's get to the point. What do people want? Pot. Pot and loads. They want loads to come out Pot. of the dick. Well, we, we could do one in the front and the other in the back, I guess. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah, hand jobs in the back. Okay. That's yeah, some dudes, some dudes will not cheat on their wives, but they will go and get jerked off. I know a bunch of dudes that will go to massage places and get jerked off. It's definitely a weird thing where it... it Somebody's making you come. What's going on? I mean, yeah. I could see the strip clubs. There's a line. Being, strip clubs are not really cheating. You're just sitting there. You're not really supposed to grab them unless it's a really skanky place. So you're just sitting there, and they're rubbing on you, and then they, you give them money, and they leave. It's a gray area, but I think you can slide. At the point where somebody puts their hands down your pants, yeah, it seems like that you're basically... It shouldn't be, really. It should be <laughs> I mean, unless everything you have that, that doesn't you have get you okay. pregnant is a push. Mm-hmm. That's what it should be. Everything unless unless you your wife's giving you the okay. I mean, maybe those guys, their wife's like, hey. Go get you jerked yeah, off. Yeah, do what you got to do. Well, there was a, a story about a woman in uh, England and her husband had a twisted dick. His dick was weird. There was something wrong with it, and it was painful for her. The way her vagina was built and the way his dick was built. Didn't like it. So he just went to hookers, and she was cool with it. You know, She didn't want sex. She was wow. good with it. She was kind of fat. And they just she had was to... done. She shut the box down. It's over. She's like, hookers. go ahead, go just shoot those loads over town. As long as you come back home, cuddle up with me. That's so, that's interesting. The cuddle, though, in the end, she just wants the intimacy. Well, some people don't want sex anymore. You know, mm-hmm. that is a fact. I mean, there are relationships like that where the man or the woman, either one of them, has decided they don't want sex anymore. It's almost always usually the woman, right? Mm-hmm. But then there's a weird ones where the man wants other guys to fuck his wife. You know, there's there's a lot of those weird ones. Yeah, that's uh, those are the people that hang out at comedy clubs. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> We're painting it like a picture. Like that's all. No, there's like one no. a week, maybe. Maybe if that. Yeah. It's just you know what it is. Comedy clubs are magnets for people that live, you know, sort of outside the norm of society. You mm-hmm. know, they're magnets for people that. You know, they're just living different. You know, they're drinking all the time. They're going out. They're partying. They're not prudes. They're not waking up in the morning to get early to go to church. You know, they're not there's strapped definitely like that, to a corporate job. Those regulars that come through that they're like, hey, there's only one guy that comes every Saturday. Yeah. He gets really loud, but just he's a regular. Well, how about the Hollywood regulars like Johnny Zapp? You know, guys like that. Guys that become a part of the scene. Mm. You know, they're essentially fans that would come almost always by themselves. Yeah. Right? And just come and just... I don't think everybody, anybody ever charged him for tickets, right? He just came and sat down. It was like he was one of the guys, you know? It's Does he take nice notes? Guy. No, no, I don't Hollywood think so. Jesus, same way. There's one guy I've seen that sits down and takes notes. Like, he'll write down a joke when he thinks it's funny. You mean Hollywood Jesus, the guy who walks with a cross? I uh, know he's just a guy that walks around that looks like Jesus because his mom was really religious. I think the story is like his mom was really religious and then she died. So when she died, he, uh, he decided to 
honor her mom by dressing up as Jesus. So he grew his like, beard out and he looks just like Jesus. And he just walks down, you know, throughout Hollywood. But wow. he just hangs out at the comedy store. He's in tons of movies and stuff like that. And he's just known for being Hollywood Jesus. He has like a Twitter and everything. It's cool. Wow. Fuck that. Real dude. cool Hollywood guy. Jesus. That dude is so cool, though. One of the nicest really? guys ever. Yeah. Let's get him some followers. So, and the, so he just goes to the comedy store and hangs out. Hangs out. out. Yeah. yeah. There's a bunch of guys. The comedy store is a magnet for crazy people. The years, <laughs> the years that we were there filming stuff in the back, oh my God. It was like always, every day, it was like some dude who's schizophrenic or a prostitute who wanted to talk about how she got customers. Remember that prostitute? She wanted to talk to us in depth about, uh, you know, how she, and she didn't mind that we were filming. It was so weird. How often do you go there? I don't go there at all anymore. Oh, you don't go anymore? No, I stopped going there a long time ago. Mm. I haven't been there since the Mencia. Oh, incident. that's... Oh, I, I thought maybe that that was just done and you went back. No, no, no. They can no, go fuck now themselves. Now we go to the Pasadena yeah, Ice House. Yeah, the Ice House in Pasadena is infinitely better. It's so much better vibe. Everybody there is nice. There's no Tommy. There's no douchiness. There's no people mm-hmm. who don't appreciate the artists. There's no dark overlord. It's a completely different sort of a setup. And it's, now we all have a man cave. We just yeah. hang out. Dude, we have the coolest setup. <laughs> I love there. that bat cave. Right? Have you, the, have you the, seen the podcast, the room? We no. have a studio no. there. Brian set up a, right, whole a whole studio. Oh, that's where there. you're. Oh, yeah, you're saying that the place where they used to rent out. Dude, okay. it's awesome. We do shows that we do an 85 seat room, which is awesome. It's really intimate. Is that that side room? Yeah, yeah. it's perfect. It's, the a, it's a weird little little funky room, so it's easy to fill. We fill it in just for people on Twitter. And we all have a good time. We hang out. We do the podcast. We shoot the shit. And, and you know, and when you're doing the podcast, you're, you're sort of joking around and cracking on things. And it just goes right onto the stage. It's like mm-hmm. it's a great warm-up. Yeah, like one person gets on stage, one person gets off, and they, you just switch it off. Like tomorrow we have Steve-O, Joey Diaz. Uh, and For the live. A bunch of friends. Uh, if you were in Portland, Oregon, you could come down with us. Oh, no, that's the 30th. Oh, okay. What are you doing tomorrow? Going to San Francisco. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, just for that's just for family. Though. I'm trying to get you in, bro. I'm I want to come in. Oh, you going? You leaving for Thanksgiving? Yeah. Your family lives in San Francisco. Yeah, my wife's sister. San Francisco's pretty dope. Yeah, I can't wait. It's It'll pretty be good. Fun. Fucking. And this is my first time not going back to Seattle. Like going home, you know, home, home. If I was going to live in a city, city like a congested sort of type city, San Francisco would be the one. I would prefer Some that great over New York. There. Yeah, you could live in a house. You could be in the city and still mm-hmm. live in a house. You know, it's perilous parking. The weather's decent. You, you deal yeah. with the winter. There yeah, I mean, fog. it's kind of chilly and foggy, but you mm-hmm. also, uh, you have way more um, culture than L.A. has. People are more interesting. People oh, seem yeah. to be more intelligent, less Hollywood types, less showbiz types. There's a vapid nature to L.A. that's really not like anywhere else in the country. And People are moving there a lot. I think they're in San Portland. Francisco? Yeah. San Francisco and Portland are really big cities to move to. Yeah, I would say I would take San Francisco over Portland Absolutely. just because the the rain thing. I, could do I, Portland. I love Portland, though. It's, it's sunnier in Portland. Portland doesn't rain like Seattle. Oh, it doesn't? No. No. Really? Yeah. I don't know, man. I talked to some people that live here. But it snows. No, it still still has, you know, it's it's not like living in L.A. It still has its times. Right. But it's not as bad as Seattle. Yeah. It gets more sun. How many more days? Ten? Yeah, maybe more. Maybe ten? Yeah, maybe ten more (laughs) days. I guess, okay, it's not that much. I'll tell you what, though, man. When we were there, the grass was fucking green. Mm -hmm. It was vibrant and alive. Mm -hmm. You know, like, you see grass in L.A., it's, like, barely hanging on. Grass in L.A. looks like an... Like an old lady that's been Actually, we got sun. enough rain this year to where there is some good grass in places that I haven't seen in the past yeah, few years. Yeah, lately, lately. Yeah. But in, in Seattle and, you know, in Oregon, those, those, that's amazing. The Evergreen man. State. God, yeah. and you see the fucking rivers there and shit. It's so gorgeous, man. 
it's like I would I would, I don't, might be willing to take that trade off for the the way they have those rainforests up there. Mm-hmm. The forests are so dense, man. It's well, it's so, nice you can get out. There's but there's the forests here too are incredible. Yeah, there's some pretty cool not that far right? out of town. I wonder. I thought I love going up to Big Bear. It's so close. Yeah, and it feels like you're kind of out. Dude, Big Bear is the shit. That whole area, Lake Arrowhead, Big Bear, mm-hmm. all those mountains right there. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know. Um, I was reading about fucking uh, Lyme disease, man. I know Louis C.K. had some bit when he was talking about um, uh, his wife got bit by a tick and got Lyme disease, and they get it from deer. And uh, I forget who the guy was, some famous guy, but he also got Lyme disease, and it really fu- oh Hall from Hall and Oates. Oh yeah, and the Lyme disease really fucked him up, man. They didn't catch it in time. So uh, apparently Lyme disease, if you catch it quick, you're okay. You, you know, they have medicine. What's the symptoms? I don't know. That's a good question. But if you're around a lot of places where, where deer are. Doesn't it affect your kidney or something? Or it really fucks you up. Start going well with tonic. Your liver or something. It, it goes something right to lines. an organ, yeah. Got to kill them. Kill them all. Why so we, we need organ donors. Why are why, why we keeping around ticks? We need to figure out a way to eradicate ticks. That's yeah, gross. I don't know if there's a way to. Dirty little cunts. Biting you and giving so you so small, diseases. Just so hidden. Have you ever had a tick? What's they, they? They had to serve some sort of purpose. My dog used to have them. My uh, one of my dogs had a bunch of ticks, had problems, and then we had to put uh, this stuff on his body. It's like this chemical on his body that doesn't allow ticks to get on them. You'd find them in his fur, like you'd pet them, and then you'd find like these engorged spots. Where like there'd be a swollen tick filled with blood, and then you have yeah. to burn it. You have to burn yeah, it. Yeah, you put a it match off. on. It. When yeah. I was a boy scout, I had one in my inner thigh, and the, the the leader guy like took a match, put it on there, and then of course he had to suck the poison out of the thigh. Uh, he sucked it. He really did. Why he fingered your butthole? Did he finger your butthole at least? No, it was no. behind my ear. But yeah, he took a match to it. So Nick Thune, where are you coming? Where are you going in the in the future? Where can people see you? Uh, San Francisco, the 29th. Where you at? The Punchline. Nice. I'm doing a re- awesome. doing the reunion tour. Reuniting with myself for three United. shows. Portland the thirtieth, Seattle the first. At where, where in Portland and where in Seattle? Helium in Portland on the thirtieth and then Seattle at Intman Theater. And so if they go to nickthune.com, is yeah. that where they can find go out to all the information? Get on information. Go to what do you got? Powerful. I feel like we should promote like a Brennan Walsh show just to clear my yeah, conscience a little bit. Let's find out where, where, <laughs> let's find is where he's Walsh. next and let's promote that show. Does Brendan Walsh have a website? Brendan is. Uh, shit, I should know this. He was actually just up in Seattle. Yeah, I can remember. Yeah, the Seattle show is going to be fun too. I want That's like me going back to my hometown. It's the first time in three Did years. Did you start doing stand up there? Yeah. Did you do that uh, Comedy Underground? Underground and, and um, I didn't play there. That was the first time I ever featured was for Tom Rhodes there. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, that's that was awesome. A lot of fun. But then there's this place, Giggles, that I kind of started playing at too. That was Giggles. Where's that? I love silly it was in a part of Seattle. It's not there anymore. Remember, Mitch Hedberg had a great joke about it though that he uh, was like passed along to the local comedians because Mitch used to go up there a lot and it was uh, the guy that the guy that books this place washes his straws. That's how cheap he is. <laughs> what? <laughs> is that a joke? I, I don't. I don't know. I I could imagine it. Yeah. Oh my god. But he would basically take tickets to the door, seat people, and then be the waiter. Oh, my God. I mean, he ran the whole place. He was a monster. Jesus Christ. Yeah. How many people would it seat? Sometimes he would even host the show, 250. Oh, God. Some guys like to host shows at their own club. Yeah. There's a guy in uh, Memphis that insisted on bringing up Joey Diaz. I'm like, I'm, I'll just go up and bring up Joey, and then uh, Where and Joey will bring me up. Some bar. Uh-huh. And then the guy wanted to go up, and like, you could tell he got all jazzed up for it and went on stage. 
What the fuck, cocksucker? Yeah, dude, Joey was mad. What's, what the fuck's going on? How come you're not bringing me up? Why's this guy bringing me up, this fucking Momo? I wonder how long ago that guy was a comic, then at what point he was just like, yeah, I'll just buy a club. There's a lot of them like that, <laughs> I man. Get some spots. Back in Boston, a bunch right? of the guys, Barry Katz, Billy Downs, and Paul Barkley, like two of the, the one of the biggest uh, agents, and two of the one of the biggest managers, and two of the biggest booking agents, and uh, uh, clubs, rather, in the, in the, the whole area. Barry They're did stand comics. up? Yeah, Barry started out as a stand-up. Wow. Barry did, and Bill Downs and Paul Barkley, they're the guys that owned the Comedy Connection and then Duck Soup and then they opened up the Comedy Connection at Faneuil Hall and then they eventually got out of the business altogether. But they, they started out as comedians. Mm-hmm. They were like the number one guys in, in Boston for a while. They even booked shows outside of their clubs. The thing about Boston was like, you know, like, like you go to um, the comedy store. Mm-hmm. The comedy store books the comedy store, and that's it. They have that. They don't have a comedy store in Boston, do they? No, yeah. but the comedy store is a comedy store mm-hmm. here, and they have a comedy store in La Jolla. Mm-hmm. But the way uh, a lot of clubs work, like in Boston, you would they would have like a bunch of little satellite rooms. They would book also, mm-hmm. so you would call them up and you would say, you know, hey, you know, you got anything for me? And they would say, hey, we got this gig down the Cape. You know, it's a Friday night. It's 150 bucks. And the Laugh Factory does that. They have like three or they? four weekly shows that they kind of book out. And bars and stuff yeah. like that. That's a smart thing to do. And I know mm-hmm. one of them is by that fucking guy with the red hair who's from Boston. What the hell's his name? Steve Hostetter? No, I don't remember. Forget it. Uh, but that that style of, uh, you know, having like comedy nights in, in, in bars and stuff like that, that's what really builds up a comedy mm-hmm. community. If there's a bunch of different places where guys can work. And it's fun to go out. I mean, those those shows are always hit or miss. I mean, some of them are awesome, though. Yeah, some can be great. Yeah. You can have a great moment in a room like that. If, you, as long as they're set up right, as long mm-hmm. as the, the sound system is loud and the stage is good. Those are the two important factors. Sometimes they'll go like there's like that room down in like uh, San Diego that I used to do a lot, and I haven't done it forever. But it or like Moon Doggies. Oh yeah, Joey you Diaz just go does down, that all the yeah, time. You go down and do Moon Doggies, and it was a rough shot. I mean, they've got like a fireplace in the back, and the walls open, and people are smoking, and it's a party. <laughs> Someone like me needs quiet. Yeah, you play <laughs> like attention. you play music all the time, and all your shows. Do you do it? Not the whole show, no. But sometimes, like half and half. Do you do yeah, like some. You do some sets, like when you go to a club, you do some sets with no music at all, right? Um, with no, I'll, it, around town when I play in, when I play in LA, I'll go up to the Laugh Factory with nothing. But if I'm headlining a show on the road, I bring the guitar, and it's like a portion of the show. There was uh, a time with Mitzi Shore. I forget who it was on stage, but there was a guy who was uh, a music act. And he was trying to bring you're you're funny. You're you have a music act on top of the funny, but mm-hmm. the music act isn't a crutch. You yeah. know, you're just a good musician that happens to use it in a stand up comedy routine. But like I remember one time I uh, I texted you. I was uh, in my car and I was listening to uh, XM Comedy. It was the Raw Dog Comedy, whatever it is. Oh, Raw Dog. And uh, this guy was really funny. I was like, who the fuck is this guy? I'm like, this guy's really funny. And it was you. Oh, really? Yeah, it was you. I remember if you remember, I, I texted you. I wonder, was that after we, because we did that, remember that Twitter show we did? Yes, yes. <laughs> it was after that. Yeah. <laughs> it was after that. Yeah, hanging out with iJustine. We did it, yeah, our Twitter show and was. Chocolate Rain. On yeah. so <laughs> Chocolate Rain was Chocolate there. Chocolate Rain, I forgot about that. Yeah. And Crystalia, I think it was like Crystalia yeah. and. No, it was uh, um, uh, Dove. Dove David. Oh, yeah, Dove. You, me, and there was one other person? Ben Morrison. Well, yes, Ben was the guy who organized it. Yeah, right. So um, the the acoustics were so bad 
Nick was on stage, oh, and I'm standing next to the stage. I couldn't understand a fucking word he was saying. Oh, that's right. It was all echoey. It was crazy. It was, it was, like, no, it was set up for bands. It was, what even room was that in? I mean, that was... It was a disco. Oh, it was terrible. It was some weird place downtown, remember? It was like a weird yeah, kind of... Yeah, it was in a warehouse. Where you would buy... You know, ecstasy from some. And I remember we were Asian up on a chick. stairwell watching. We <laughs> were up on a stairwell. Yes. And I remember Ben Morrison was like, "All right, I'm going to go down and do like ten minutes, and then bring you up." I'm like, "Okay." And he goes down and does a minute. And he's like, Dude. "All right, well, this is not working. Let's bring up the he first ate guy." One solid cock after another. With each, word, word, each word he was saying, they were just shoving cock deeper into his mouth. Mm-hmm. He couldn't breathe after a minute. He was eating shit up there. Chocolate rain was. And I remember we got in trouble for smoking rain. weed. Mm-hmm. We opened up some door uh, to a balcony to smoke weed, and I guess it set off an alarm. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. And then some guy came up there. You guys ain't smoking weed. You can't be smoking weed up here. You can't be smoking weed. We're in a warehouse. Yeah. yeah. These are made for smoking weed. Right. That's what they're supposed to do. <laughs> You're not supposed to have alarms on your balconies. Let a man smoke weed in privacy. Jeez Louise. It's, this is backstage. Anything is possible. How could you expect me to not be high when I'm doing a, a the Twitter twistable? show? Isn't that weird? That was when Twi- Echo Bowl. Twitter was like, it, it's been out for a while, but it was just getting popular like that month yeah. that you guys did that. It was like, yeah. well, that's when you alerted me to the uh, magic of I Justine. I didn't yeah. know that there was this girl named I Justine that has like a fucking hundred million YouTube followers. Yeah. You know, and uh, she's got like well over a million and a half. Last time I looked, uh, Twitter friends too. Yeah. She's yeah. got some crazy number, something like that. But I mean, you know, so, just she gets online and she does like these little videos and she edits them. That's the style of video on mm-hmm. YouTube is like a very short oh, video yeah. where yeah. it's edited each Fast. and you can yeah. see the edits. They're really clean, they're vlogs, obvious they're just, edits. Yeah. The head yeah. moves. I don't just know a why. Who's got, who's buying this stuff? Not me. I'll tell you. Oh, 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 and they oh. make it so and then yeah. with that fast information. Yeah. But meanwhile, it's getting people to pay attention to it. I bet that chick makes a lot of money oh, yeah. because they have YouTube ads and shit. You know, she's so hot. Do you like her? Yeah. Is she your favorite? Of those kind of girls, yeah. Why is your whose phone is mine. your phone is Mine's not near the computer? Someone it has to be like right near the computer to make that noise. Oh, I had a text, but that was no. seven minutes ago. No, it's Brian's man. It's that right yeah. there. Uh, this is where I always have it. Yeah, why don't you just shut that bitch off? <laughs> Once you get done it's doing it again. It's not me. It's you. <laughs> it's How impossible. Dare you. What? Why is it? What is going on when when it's in your car? Frequency, yeah, which um, like do it I, in your car, right? I'm actually turning mine off. Do it anywhere near a microphone. No, because uh, it's it, it crosses paths with the frank the frequency of the you know. You're a soundboard. I don't know. I'm making stuff up. Your CD, uh, one that's on Amazon, Thick Noon, is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. And you can get it on Amazon and iTunes. I uh, actually listened to a couple of tracks. It's fucking awesome. Oh, thank but, you. Very good. You got voted like best of 2010 or something like that. Top, yeah, or, yeah, that's crazy. I think, but they nice. they voted like 10 as the best. Oh, that's cool. And, <laughs> but but uh, that's cool. it was in that group of 10. Nice. Speaking of funny comics, Jim Norton. Uh, I, I read his Twitter. He was tweeting the Reverend Al Sharpton like over and over and over again. It's really fucking. Who Norton funny. is? No, yeah, Norton. He was like quoting shit that Al Sharpton has said. He goes, "White folks was in caves while we was building empires." In quotes, and uh, Norton goes, "Well said. Please play that on your MSNBC show." LOL, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> He's trolling him. Of course he is. But Norton is awesome. That is, <laughs> that is so funny. I never, I've never, I haven't done that. I've, I can't do it. it Ooh, but uh, I love reading people do it. Like Brennan Walsh does it. Sometimes it makes me laugh. And then, uh, yeah, I'll, Joe LOL. Mandy sometimes says some crazy stuff. 
If you ever follow him. Who? Joe Mandy. Joe Mandy? I'll follow him. Yeah, he's hilarious. Who is he? A stand-up comic? Yeah. J-O-E-M-A-N-D-Y? M-E-N-D-E. M-E-N-D-E. But at just if you follow his Twitter, it's great. Jose Mendy? No. No, no tweets. What is it? Joe, J-O-E, Mandy, M-A-N-D-E. M-A-N-D-E. Okay, I wrote M-E-N-D-E. But he likes to, you know, like retweet. Joe. From Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. Nice. All right. I'll follow him. There you go, Joe. You got props <laughs> on the podcast side. You got out. Yeah. It's very important to find good people to follow on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Dude, I get I go through more and clean information. it out every again. I get more information from Twitter than fucking anything I've ever done ever. All day, I'm just getting all these fucking crazy links that I, I keep found out about Michael Jackson on Twitter. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Adds to the addiction, though. It just makes it worse and worse. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It does. Uh, Matt Taibbi just made a, a, an awesome blog post about that uh, UC Davis pepper spray incident. Fuck. What do you think is going to happen with this thing, Nick Thune? If you had a if you had a call, the pepper spray, the, with the whole Occupy thing, this movement, this this government takeover momentum that's going on right now. I'm an optimist. My my wife is cynical, so like we we'll get in conversation like this. I Your mean, I just assume Alex things Jones are going to get better. Your wife goes all Alex Jones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She takes everything down a notch. She, I mean, like we like our neighbors moving out. The guy that lives like n- not the guy that I got in trouble with on the podcast. Like the guy that lives. On the other side of the wall from us, right? Unit number three. Might as well fuck him too, right? And she's just like, <laughs> exactly. What's his name? He's actually a great DJ. What's his DJ personality fashion. flaw? Okay. DJ fashion. But he, uh, but, but she's like our next. We're never gonna have somebody as good as him again, and that's all her. You know, nobody's even looked at it yet, but she's already convinced that we're gonna have a terrible neighbor that's gonna be oh, loud, no. and he's the best. It and is. A I problem, look at it like, man. no, we might get somebody good. What? Why can't we just hope for that and hope that? I have nice neighbors, but I've had some issues with neighbors in the past. It's a it's a terrible thing, man. When you got somebody next to you that's it's annoying, like it, you it's live a, right next to him. It's a very intense relationship. Neighbors. I have a friend whose uh, dogs were poisoned by his neighbor. Yeah, he moved to Portland. He was up there in Portland, wow. and his uh, dog was just you know running around barking every day, and you know it's fucking new day for the dog. Dog mm-hmm. had, and this guy complained, and then the dogs wound up poisoned. I mean, it's like the guy didn't even try to The guy got in trouble? Nope. They couldn't prove it. He said, I didn't do anything. (laughs) I mean, come on, man. Poison your fucking dog. And this is a guy that sleeps in a house, you know, right down the street from you. And you have to think about that all the time. This is a guy that's willing to kill your dog, your loved family member. The New York Times just had an article about barking dogs and neighbors and how that relationship um, affect you know, and the right way to deal with it. And they give like four different ways it's the right way to do it. It It's pretty interesting because I go through that. That was the problem my neighbor. Yeah, I have I have issues like that, you know, but I don't mind when dogs bark. It doesn't bother me, but I, I don't constant. want my dogs to fuck with other people. That's what I'm worried about. The only thing is, is there sometimes the barking affects my dog or my like, yes, like my dog then doesn't want to go take a shit where he would have in like 20 more seconds. But then the dog started barking and then turned right. into a thing. Well, some people, they leave their dogs out all night yeah, and never bring their dog in. It's really kind of fucked up. You'll be out at 4 o'clock in the morning, you hear the dog barking constantly. Mm-hmm. You're like, that's just crazy. They're just barking, I'm uncomfortable. Yeah, exactly Please. what's going on. Say, I'm Please. living in madness. <laughs> I don't like My it out here. is madness. I'm in jail. Yeah, this man. is terrible. Imagine, imagine what they could say. If they just a roof. Yeah, a lot of dogs get treated like shit. I used to live next to this one lady who had these two dogs that she never brought inside, even if it was pouring rain. These fucking dogs just laid out there and soaked in the rain. My dog's a sad. King. My dog gets treated like a prince. 
Yeah, my dogs have a, a full acre to run around in. Oh my gosh! I bought this spot. One of the reasons why I bought it is because there's this huge yard just for the dogs. Mm-hmm. You know, because I I, I feel terrible. What kind like, of dogs? I see dog. I have a uh, one dog is a Shibu Inu uh, bulldog mix, and the uh-huh. other one's a Mastiff. Oh, oh shit! Huge dog. Yeah, well, he's a. It's called a Regency a Mastiff. Mastiff. Okay. What they are is they're only about 140 pounds as opposed to like 200 mm-hmm. pounds, but they're they're much more agile. They use them for like protection dogs, and we had his dad on Fear Factor. How old is he? He's seven. No, six. That's 14 mm. of my dogs. Wait a minute. How old do they live? No, he's only five. I'm sorry, he's five. Um, they probably live, you know, eight, nine years if they're lucky. That's my, cause I have a French bulldog and I don't really oh, know their lifespan, but he's, awesome. uh, he's awesome. Yeah. Those it, are great dogs. It, yeah. Little yeah. dogs live much longer. The really big dogs have a real problem. They don't mm-hmm. live, I mean, very rarely do they get to be like 10 or 11, like this really big Mastiffs or St. Bernard's or something like yeah. that. It's just, I mean, it's like really big humans. You know, you see a guy like Will Chamberlain, they, those guys don't last, man. They don't live that long. Big seven foot dudes. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just the, your body just can't. I know do that's that what I. That's long. what I've got ahead of me. Good luck. <laughs> At least you're thin. You know? Yeah, it's it's healthier if you are tall to be thin. When you, the real issues are with large, big people because the, the amount of blood that your your heart has to pump through all that tissue to get yeah, it becomes like a real issue. I'm in the top five percent of height. I, that with that blew my mind you? the other day. Six four. That's the top five percent. Yeah, there's. I'm in the top five percent of America. Do you think that that's going to be different in like another generation? Because I was just having a conversation with a friend of mine about this. Because his uh, his wife has a big. Her brother is like a giant dude. He's like six six, and uh, their kid is fucking huge. They have a kid that's only like two years old, and this kid is giant, man. I mean, you pick him up, he's like a fucking bowling ball. He's got these big ass hands and big feet, and he runs into shit and falls down and just gets right. He's like a <laughs> tank, man. I mean, I have little girls, so watching little girls is like a totally different thing. It's like a giggly, sweet, sort of a laughing sort of baby time. This motherfucker's running through walls. I mean, he's like mm-hmm. a baby juggernaut. Like, you know, you look at babies totally different when you see like a little stout two-year-old boy just smash through a box of toys, <laughs> just smash through them, forearms and everything, and toys are flying. And, you know, I mean, this guy's going to be a giant. And I wonder, with all the hormones and the meat and all the fucking shit that people are eating now and all the speculation as to why girls are getting their periods at age nine and shit. Is that happening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's way, way younger than ever before. And a lot of people speculate it's, you know, from eating processed food that has hormones in it. And these hormones stimulate our hormones Mm -hmm. and make us, uh, they make us hit puberty faster, make us bigger. I wonder what people are going to be like in another generation with all this shit. You know, I mean, it, it, it might just be a normal thing for people to be six foot four, six foot five. I hope. It's more, so you fit I think right it's in. more fun. But don't you, wouldn't you rather be, <laughs> be a more, standout? But then the people that we're going to stand out will just be that much taller. Oh, right. But then you'll... Because it really, it, you don't really never realize it. Once I see somebody taller than me, it blows my mind. I, that's the only person I can look at because... Well, what is it like when you go to like a basketball game? You see those giant dudes. Yeah, but, but hanging out around Hollywood, you know, like at a party, usually I'm the tallest guy at a party. You never go... One guy might come into a party that's taller than me and then I can't talk to him. <laughs> I don't want to be seen next to him. Do you guys have, you have an issue with that? Yeah, because it, sometimes it's fun to be the tallest person. So you get upset if another person comes in? Yeah. That's all you have, son. Come on. <laughs> no. it's, one of, it's just one of those things where you... When you talk to people and you look up at them, you don't really realize it. And then all of a sudden you're looking up at somebody. It's like, oh, my God. Well, that's like such me. a weird perspective. It's like me when I find someone shorter than me. Because I'm 5'8". Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not very tall. So if I if run into someone who's like 5'5 five, five or 5'4", five, I'm like, wow, this dude's actually smaller, smaller than me. That's odd. You know? Like Brad, when Brad Williams comes around? 
No, like regular sized dudes. <laughs> Brad, Brad Williams and I had the funniest first run in where he was on stage at the Laugh Factory and is closed on this great joke where he's like, he gets a really great stand, like I'm probably standing ovation about like how he can't jerk off unless he's sitting down because his torso, his arms are like right. shorter than his torso. And that's what, and so I went up and I said, the thing about Chad is, is that he also can't jerk me off unless he's standing up. Brad. <laughs> and then, no, then he goes from the back of the room. Fuck you, Rick. Because I said Chad. On, oh, <laughs> I said. That's funny. Is he's that guy funny? funny? Do you know yeah, he's funny yeah, to he's me. Funny. Yeah. He's a uh, Carl Mencia's boy, right? What's that? He's Carl Mencia's boy. Doesn't he? Uh, oh, yeah. That dude. I guess I don't I even think, think about that. that. I think he was on a show. Yeah. Yeah, he was on all the time. Right? Yeah, kind of like, yeah, like what Chewy is on Chelsea lately. Chewy? Chewy. The little guy on Ch- Chelsea. I haven't seen him. I thought you were thinking when when I hear Chewy, I think of Chewy from the Comedy Store. No, no, no. It's the opposite of that guy. Big Mexican Chewy. <laughs> yeah. Big Mexican no, this Chewy guy's not around? a big Mexican you, at you, all. Did you hear about the, the the Chewy, the guy that was like Chewy that uh, was in Austin Powers? Yes, yeah. Joson. Yeah, yeah. He I met that, that guy. He no, murdered. No, 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 no. He didn't murder. He took part in a gang rape. No, the guy in jail that he was in the. Oh, he murdered pen. the guy in jail. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Oh, yeah, he who? did. He murdered the guy in his a cell. A guy in Austin Powers? The Asian guy that played like the... Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Asian guy in Austin Powers was uh, a guy named Joson, who's actually uh, famous for fighting in the UFC and getting punched in the balls. He uh, fought a dude named Keith Hackney, oh. and Keith Hackney got him down in side control, and Joson held onto a headlock, and Keith Hackney just punched him in the balls over and over and over. And Keith Hackney can punch, man. So this isn't like little baby punches. These are like furious blast to the gonads you know wearing a cup crushing them wearing a cup or not wearing a cup i don't give a fuck he's getting punched do they wear was he wearing a cup i believe he was but i think still thank god that it hurts even with a cup on man it Mm -hmm. fucking hurts and this guy's just wailing on his balls so that's how he became famous and apparently he got arrested for something else and when they ran his DNA, it matched up with a rape case that they had from the 1990s oh. where a bunch of guys had gang raped this chick and then just like left her for dead. And so they're all fucked now. They're all uh, in jail. The, the people that uh, did it with him, I think. That's too. crazy to me when, the, when DNA comes out and then it changes cases. Like yeah. so, stuff is getting solved now that would have never been solved. Or the worst is when people, you find out they were in jail for nothing when they were uh. innocent. You know, that's this, such sad. They just opened up that one case of that famous actress with Christopher Walken was yes, on the boat. And stuff Natalie like. Wood. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the Natalie Wood case. Yeah, I've heard about the this. pilot said that he believes that was it Robert Wagner? Yeah, it was it. Is that who it was? Yeah. Something about how she. F- some the pilot said or the, the guy the, on the boat, right, said, yeah. shouldn't we go find her? And he said, no, she'll be fine. Well, the whoever the the pilot is, or the uh, the uh, what, not pilot, captain of the boat. The mm-hmm. captain of the boat is now coming out and saying that he is uh, that yeah. he's responsible, and that he heard pounding, and then it stopped, and then the woman was in the water after that. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just it's weird kind of weird that dude. now just coming out. Like he was on uh, M- NBC, like the early morning show, like not the Today Show. Maybe it was the Today Show. And the guy asked him like seven times. The interview is actually really weird. He asked him like seven times, like, why now? What's different now than it was right. a long time? And the guy would not answer the question. And at one point he would just say, well, I said everything in the book that I just told the, the you know. Oh, he was, has a book. Yeah, and it was it was kind of like. He's selling a book? Yeah, but why are they opening up? Like, what is he saying different? 
different now. Yeah. You know, like it, it, it was a weird interview. If you Google uh, that somewhere, I don't know where it is. Natalie Wood may have struggled for hours before she died. And what's with Christopher Walken being involved? He was yeah. hanging out there. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, he had some good coke. They were on a boat. This guy, wow. This guy's like selling a really sensationalist book. She she might have floated alive in dark water for hours while Robert Wagner allegedly stalled rescue efforts. Wow. This is weird. Well, if this is true, this guy who's the captain, that guy should go to jail. Because you held this information back for all these years, you fuckhead. Yeah. You, know, you allowed this piece of shit. If this guy, if Robert Ragnar well, really did kill Natalie Wood, you allowed I don't know, this see, to happen. He, I don't know if he's saying anything different than he was back then, though. I think there's some more really? to it. Yeah, I think he, what he's saying is, I'm saying the same shit that I was a long time ago. They're just listening now. Mm. You wow. know, before they didn't, the, whoever wasn't saying it was a murder Well, case. now he's saying now he just revealed that Wood and Wagner had been arguing intensely before she went missing. Damn! Imagine if imagine if Robert Wagner just killed her, and Is all he these in jail? years. No, no, he got off. Oh yeah, man, he went on to do TV shows. Yeah, I think they ruled it as suicide. No, or... they, well, they they ruled it was an accident. Oh, and he fun. went on to do TV shows. Could you imagine if it turns out that he really murdered her, and then he went on to just do all this other shit? And he thought it was over. When he sees that now, book come out, he's like, ah, oh, how crazy is this? Bitch. 2011, I'm looking at photos of her and him online, you know? 2011, mm-hmm. I'm looking at Celebrity Justice on TMZ. And it's like, it's coming back to get him. That's dark shit, man. If he really killed her, it would be really fascinating to watch that trial and to see his eyes, to see, you know, to see how much of And the fact that we can remembers. do that now. We, you yeah. could actually watch. You know what, man? When something's from fucking 27 years ago. Which is what this was from, or is that what it was? It might have been more. Yeah. Oh, prosecutors would have had to file the charges twenty-seven years ago. Jesus Christ. So I don't know when this actually happened. The DA says that short of a confession, they're not going to go after it. But the um, the idea that they could grab him and catch him after all these years and put him in a trial—that would be fascinating to see his eyes. Do you think he even, if he did it, do you think he even allows himself to remember? Fuck yeah, he thinks about it every day. Do you think so? I, I yeah. would bet he's to the, after lying about it so much, he probably believes a little bit in his head. He can't quite remember what the truth is, or, you know? That's what I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really? 30 years ago. That's what it was. I mean, I can relate with him with what happened with the SNL tweet with Brendan. 19? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, well, I, I start this, believing now that. <laughs> I have this theory about uh, memory that uh, any memory more than seven years old is very faulty because every cell in the body is replaced every seven years. Mm-hmm. Every seven years, every single individual cell in your body is duplicated except for your neurons. Your neurons you keep for life, mm-hmm. but your cells rejuvenate every seven years. So we don't really know exactly where memory is kept, and there is some speculation that maybe it's kept in the neurons. But if it's not and it's kept in the cells, how crazy would it be if your cells just hand down your new self like a bunch of files? Like, here's some mm-hmm. stuff we remember. Uh, this fucked up when we were kids, and you fell on a bike when you were seven, you broke your arm. But, you know, I, I fell off of monkey bars when I was seven and snapped my arm sideways. I have virtually no memory of it. I know uh, my mom has photos of it, and I could see my arm in a cast, and I could see a sad look on my face. But other than that, that, that memory doesn't exist. It that only was, exists if I keep refreshing it, if I keep adding to it. That was my, one yeah. of my biggest fears when I was younger was yeah, breaking and bone. Yeah, 
Mine too. And then when it happened, I was like, whoa. You know, because I used to always fall down and say, I broke my leg, but I really didn't break my leg. So then when I said I broke my arm, my parents didn't think I broke my arm. <laughs> and then I picked it up and it was a fucking pretzel. I mean, it was bent at the forearm. I fell off a monkey bar on one hand. You I know? fell off a monkey bar and cut my chin open. Ooh, yeah. I did that too. I got a you bunch of those. guys. You didn't do any of that? No, no. monkey bars when you were little? No. What'd you do? Just hide? No, I, I did all that. I just never got hurt. Never broke anything. Never really? Did you never, you never pushed it to the limit. Push it to the limit. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Take it to the limit. Take it to the limit at the playground. <laughs> what is it about the 1980s? And, when I'm, and then it cut, comes in with a voiceover. When I play on the monkey bars, <laughs> I like I to go all the way. I don't chalk. I go sweaty hands. He takes it to the limit. <laughs> all right. I think this fucking show's over. Let's bring this bitch home. Yep. Thank you, Nick Thune, for coming Thank on you the for show. Having me. Please follow him on Twitter. It's his name, N I C K T H U N E. He's a fine young man. Perhaps you should have a podcast of your own, Nick Thune. He have you considered it? Does. I have considered it. I thought you have some kind of. Spe- oh, wait. Is that I started f- doing a live talk show. Right. Like really? Where do you do that? At UCB. Oh, that's Once cool. a month. It's like a, light, like a late night. Next December 8th is the next Do you record one. them? Yeah, we're taping them. I'm going to try and sell it eventually. Oh, like as a talk show? Yeah, but for now it's just fun. Is there a theme to it? The theme is I come out as a host as me, and then I interview people from my life, but it's comedic actors playing. So like my first show, I I interviewed the girl I lost my virginity to, and (laughs) and this girl named Shannon Woodward played her, and then I interviewed the guy that was like my neighbor football star that was like way better than me. Is this some And then I just go down. Do you script it, or do you know? Yeah, we script it out, but then we improv it uh, kind of So you kind of know where to go, but you just, oh, that's nice. And kind of the way it goes is I get taken like this next one's gonna be my birthday show so it's all gonna be birthday themed but my, emotionally i go on a roller coaster through the show and like get really down no because the girl comes out that was my that i lost my virginity to and she doesn't want to be with me anymore <laughs> but i thought that if she saw that i had a talk show <laughs> you know, like things would change and you know that's funny. that's funny have you ever thought about doing a podcast yeah i have i just you know there's so many of them that already have so much steam mm. i would want to do something doesn't matter, man. Listen, yeah. just do one, do it good, people find it. It's that simple. One thing I'm scared of is the things that I say. Because yeah, like now you should be a little bit. You're a little wacky with that. I don't mean to be. And then I get well, and then it you know, I, yeah, just it's part of being a comic, you know. Mm-hmm. You have unfiltered yeah, you know, and thoughts it comes and back to bite me. And those those ideas that produce like a big reaction become valuable. So well, any memories of someone doing something yeah. fucked up, those are valuable. Well, and also what you say like about um you know, like not when to say your hotel room. Like those are just things I don't think about. Right. You should because yeah. you know if you're staying in Austin, you say what hotel you're at, and then somebody gets your fucking hotel room and just knocks on it and, and get comes abducted. in mm-hmm. and duct tapes your face and makes one of those videos that they were going to pay yeah. Brian four hundred bucks. <laughs> but like, or like that website crashing. You know, like if you say something about somebody, you mean like nickthune.com? Yeah. Yeah, Nick Nick Thune. Thune. <laughs> com is going no, that's a down, good thing. That's son. a good thing. But what if you say something bad about somebody in an accident? And oh yeah, it's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. You just have to be yeah. careful. Yeah, you do. You do. I mean, you, right now, five hundred thousand people are listening to everything you say. I've said so many shit. I wish I could go back on. Trust. Like me. what? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you to uh, the Fleshlight for sponsoring the podcast. If you go to JoeRogan.net and click on the link for the Fleshlight, you get 15% off the number one sex toy for men. And Nick Thune, I'll be providing you with a free one before you leave this evening. Great. Thank I'm you. sure you're excited about mm-hmm. this. I am. Uh, go to JoeRogan.net, click the link, enter in the code name Rogan, get yourself some money off. And uh, onnit.com, O-N-N-I-T, makers of Alpha Brain, New Mood, 
um, and uh, Shroom Tech Sport. And what's really important about this Alpha Brain stuff, and there's a lot of controversy, one of the most important things is you get your money back. Free, 100% money back guarantee. You don't even have to return the product. You know, if you take it within the, it's like 30 days or whatever the hell it is, or one dose, 30 pills, take it, you don't like it, send it back. Okay, you get your money. It's that simple, bitches. Um, you don't have to send it back. So just take the product. You don't and have to send, send it back. back. <laughs> you don't have to send it back. Yeah, right. right. Did I say send it back? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I meant send it in that you want it. Right. Whatever. You don't have. I'm not good at commercials. All right. That's why people say, "Why are these commercials so long?" Because they're not really commercials. I mean, they are. I have to get some information across, mm-hmm. but I don't want to say something that sounds completely and totally insincere. I've heard those, and I don't like them. I find them offensive. You know what else I don't like? I don't like when somebody reads off cue cards. Mm-mm. I don't like it. I don't like it when they do it during sporting events. I don't like it when they do it during presidential that speeches. Slight I don't look to mind. the left. I don't mind. I can a, see uh, it. Uh, or, um, you know, if you got to look down at your notes, look down at your notes, man. Be real with me, you fuck. Listen. Go out there and fucking make it happen, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Zoli. Zoli. It's like bringing the energy back up. This is now. This is now. We love you. Cool. All right. We'll see you guys uh, tomorrow. We're going to be at the Ice House for a very special day before thanksgiving show oh my jesus christ who's gonna be on the show you ask why none other than joey coco diaz while none other than brian redband steve-o from jackass what are you kidding me gonna be there steve-o from jackass yeah and uh, a whole bunch of surprises and a whole bunch of surprises all of our friends who are in town you know a lot of comics are in town for uh, the holidays yeah, we had, last week at neil brennan and yeah all that. Neil and brennan I, I just put that by. on my podcast up yeah up. and uh, we're also going to do a podcast with joey diaz uh we'll do a joe rogan experience podcast tomorrow before the shows and then we're also going to just branch out into one of our new podcasts that we're doing called the ice house Chronicles. To find the Ice House Chronicles, you got to go to Death Squad on iTunes. Just subscribe to Death Squad, and there's a, a bunch of great podcasts that are on Death Squad. The Sam Tripley Naughty Show is on Death Squad. Tom Segura and uh, Christina Pazitsky, they have their podcast. It's called Your Mom's House. That's also on Death Squad. Um, we got uh, Brendan Walsh, who's fucking hilarious, has yeah, the, the Bone, bone Zone. zone. <laughs> got, there's What's a lot the of podcasts, zone? but the, the awesome. la- it's, it's Brendan Walsh's podcast. It's awesome. Yeah. So, uh, but the latest one that we're doing is called the Ice House Chronicles, and it literally is all the funniest people we know in a comedy club where we have a podcast studio set up. It's amazing. Yeah. So subscribe to that, and uh, that's it, you dirty freaks. New Year's Eve, Melrose Improv in yeah. Hollywood. We'll see you there. See you guys soon. All right. We love you. Bye. Bye. Big kiss.